Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of the Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. <laughs> all right, there it is. Monday, the 12th. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out this. It's like this microphone, it's so, it doesn't go that way and it doesn't go this way, it only goes this way, so I'm kind of awkwardly talking to you right now. Anyway. Very. It's a Monday, the 12th day of June, 2023, that's the start of my Monday. Uh, thanks for being here. My name's Jason Bailey, right there, that is Nikki D. That's me. Uh, and Nelson, who is in a U-Haul right now with his car in tow, like literally, his car in tow, pun included, uh, and his two children which uh, we'll find out. I'm curious if he put him in the back of the U-Haul or if they actually get to sit up front I'm with Dad. I'm sure he didn't put him in the back of the U-Haul. So uh, filling in for Nelson, we were lucky enough to have our midday rock star here at 98 Rock. That would be the one, the only Mickey. How are you, Mickey? Oh, I'm tired but good. So happy to be here. Thank you. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Uh, Bill Burr tickets. He'll be at the venue. If you've never seen Bill Burr do his thing, uh, you're missing out. One of the funniest live stand-up comics you can ever see in your entire life in America. Uh, he'll be here June 29th at Thunder Valley. So those tickets uh, at the end of this hour when we do nothing personal. So uh, we go to our yeah. super secret special website. We find these misconnections, real stories from people here in Sacramento. So uh, let's pull up Nelson because I've got a lot of questions. We, we have one shot at this. <laughs> yes. To take advantage, <laughs> to get the color of Nelson traveling from Omaha mm-hmm. to Sacramento and how he's doing it. Because from what I understand, he almost ruined it from the get-go. He almost jackknifed the damn thing. Did you not? Yeah, in the first 10 minutes that I had it. See? Look at that. How in the yep. world did you do that? I uh, pulled into my driveway in <laughs> Omaha, and then that was enough. Because when I went to back out, there wasn't enough room I to back it. out a 22-foot U-Haul and a trailer. I pulled into my driveway. That's all I needed to do. So you, when you say you jackknifed it, your, was your car already behind it? The, the car wasn't on yet. No, I, did, I had just the trailer, thankfully. Okay. Oh, and so then, you, you don't have a box truck. You have a trailer. I've got a box truck with a trailer behind it. Yeah. No, I've got a 22-foot, like, oh. U-Haul. Uh-huh. And then there's a trailer and a full trailer, too. This isn't like one of those trailers where they just hook the front two car, like, the front two wheels. Uh-huh. Like, the whole car pulls onto the trailer. Oh, okay. So, the car is going mm-hmm. on the trailer. Right, He's not absolutely. just pulling yes. the car. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand. Yeah. Okay. And you so are... as I was trying to pull out of my driveway, uh-huh. there was not enough room to do that. Gotcha. And then the, tra- the trailer essentially just went all the way left. Gotcha. While the vehicle was still facing forward. Which is operator error because you just turned the steering wheel yeah. the wrong way. Yeah. Well, then there are also... But it's also... The length of everything did not leave room to you, for you to actually navigate it backwards out. Always remember, when you have a trailer, left is right, right is left. I know. I tried to, I tried to remember that, but again, the length I was dealing with, I should not have pulled into my driveway. Were any children harmed during this almost jackknifing? <laughs> no. 
No. <laughs> no, I didn't have them yet. That that part of the adventure had not yet started. The ex-wife was spying on him behind the bushes going, I don't know. This does, just doesn't seem like a good idea. The kid's going to stay yeah, here. Yeah, just confirmed. <laughs> yeah, just confirmed her decision to leave me. You know what I mean? She's like, yep. All right. Uh, so you got everything in your in your stuff. This is your, like, we all are having our last move from where we're moving from. You know, like, I had my last <laughs> trip uh, from Atlanta. Nikki D had her last trip from, she, hers was a little bit different than ours because her dad was cool enough to bring over all of her stuff. Yeah, and he knows how to drive. Her and TT. <laughs> <laughs> Dad didn't have any jackknife problems? Nope, no. nope, none. So this is Nelson's final hurrah mm-hmm. going uh-huh. back to Omaha. And so he got his stuff and he got his children. Now, are your uh-huh. children in the box truck or do they get to sit up front with you? Oh, I, no, they're in, the, they're in the bench seat in the truck. They're not in the back, in the box. I wish. No, no. Oh, I wish. Why are they giving you a hard time? The first day was fine. You know, day one, everybody's riding high. Day two, a little bit of a nightmare. Do, 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 Nikki, do you think he cries when his own kids do things? Oh, yeah, he definitely does. Because when I was watching his story earlier today, I can remember I was counting down. I'm like, okay, he said he's in Salt Lake City. I even Googled it on my phone. I'm like, they only have like eight more hours. By the time the show ends tonight, him and the kids will be here. I might pop by and say hi. I just asked him uh-huh. before the show started, like, you know, how's everything going? They're still nine hours away. From no, right- seven. Seven. seven hours. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Is there a time difference anywhere in there? So like, instead of getting back at yeah, there's one. I get I get uh, I get one hour back. Yeah, right, there you go. So he gets back at nine ish. Crazy. Do you yeah, have- here's the deal. Yeah, you're not factoring in the fact this 22 foot truck sometimes only goes 50. Okay. Dang. Well, top speed 70, and it's you're lucky to get that. Yeah. Well, drive better than you normally do. So what are the kids having to stop and use the bathroom a lot? Or I was going to ask that. No, not really. They've been pretty good about not having to go potty. But like just recently, we stopped for lunch. And then I said, why don't we go for a walk? Burn off some of your energy. That's why I'm breathing heavy. I'm actually walking back to the truck right now. Oh, I thought you were driving. Does driving make you tired? <laughs> <I'm just> driving. <laughs> God, you know your cardio is bad when driving tires you out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a manual. <laughs> no. No. So you have to take, no. they're, they're like dogs at a rest area. You have to take them out to, to let them burn off some steam. You know, I remember yeah. back when I was a kid and we'd do road trips, it was shut up or I'm pulling yeah. over. Yeah, I know. absolutely. You know, it's one of those things. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just give them a bunch of melatonin and be like, chill out, dude. We'll be there in a minute. <laughs> Well, I got a soda here at the gas station. I crushed up a couple of my Ambien, so I think I'm going to be good for the rest of the time. Oh, my gosh. That's good, Nelson. More sugar for them. That's 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 always good. <laughs> Ambien is sleeping. I no, I know what Ambien on, He doesn't focus on the Ambien. He thinks about the sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking like a true parent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, look, oh, wait. Look, 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 look. Sorry, I was yelling yeah. at my kid. Sorry. I was just yelling at my kid. I know. I, I would love to spend the next seven hours in the car with you. <laughs> Oh, I bet. But I'm going to do a radio show. We miss you and drive safely, and we will see you tomorrow. You um, yes. Don't have a heart attack on the road. Don't let your kids make no you a heart attack. Okay. And uh, we'll hear all about it tomorrow, buddy. All yeah, right? we found your Can't babysitter, wait. too. Oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Saved you money. Oh, yeah. We got it. Uh, do you mind if we have him on tomorrow? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so do you remember, was he here for? Dante. Yeah, what? he was here. Okay, you remember I, Dante? I talked to Dante, yes. You know who I'm talking about, right? 
So his, yeah, but why, you guys set up to talk to his uh, girlfriend or his wife. Did. I don't remember. Yeah, Delicious. Yeah. And so Delicious comes on. <laughs> and Delicious is badass. Not Delicious. And so not only have I just given the green light, I made the executive decision for you not to go with the babysitter from Facebook Marketplace, but you're going to go uh-huh. with Delicious. And I named her daycare okay. the Double D Daycare. Yes. Delicious. That's really good. Yeah, isn't that good? Yeah. And you're saving like 50, 75 bucks a week. I'm here for that. That's yeah. what she said. So we'll I'm talk about it that. tomorrow. Drive safely. I got to run. Uh, all right, guys. Bye. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Goodbye. We'll bye. Later. Later. Love you. All right. Love you. Yes. Love you. Get out. <laughs> did I just really say I love you? You did. Out loud. I love you. That was so neat. Oh, neat? You're all bonding and things. I love you, Nikki. I love you too, Jason. I love you, Thank Nikki. you for that. I love you more. I love, you. I love everybody. <laughs> You're on a lovey mood today, huh? I'm trying to be. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to be. <laughs> uh, a lot of thoughts going through my mind right now. But let's of, keep let's stick with the love. A lot of thoughts going through my yeah. mind right now. Uh, not sure if you saw what happened over the weekend. I didn't even know it was taking place. The exhibition with Floyd Mayweather and John Gotti the Third, like from the Gotti Mafia family. Well, this thing didn't go, I don't think, as planned. And this is why you can't take your family to sporting events. I'll tell you about that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. All right, who knew Floyd Mayweather and uh, John Gotti III, which, by the way, is the grandson of the famous mob boss. I didn't know that. I didn't even know there was a fight going on. That's what I'm saying. I didn't see anything published. I didn't hear anybody talking about it. The promotion was, was absolutely horrible. We, yeah. If we didn't know. I know, right? How like, do we not know? Like we're your, we're the people that need to know. Need to know because we don't care. <laughs> that's 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 like you know in radio, the people that love you or love the station, they're going to be there. It's the exactly. people that don't know who you are is the ones that you got to talk to. Anyway, so uh, this was in Sunrise, Florida, on the right coast, and so it went. Uh, it was uh, it was last night. And Mayweather kind of toyed around with his John Gotti, the third. I, I guess he's a boxer. I, like, literally, I'm an idiot when it comes to this. I, I know very little about boxing. I mean, I know who Floyd Mayweather is. Uh, and then they stopped it. The ref stopped it. And then all hell breaks loose. Because he was holding. Um, so the ref was like, he called it. It's it. You keep holding. It's over with. Gotti and was he holding. He got mad. Right. Gotti was holding Mayweather. Yeah. Well, I guess earlier in the fight, too, he was complaining that there was uh, some punches at the back of his head, too. This is an exhibition match, but if we've learned anything about exhibition matches, they can end in death, just like in Rocky. I was going to say, if you're talking about Rocky movies, yeah. Right. Ivan Drago did not take that match lightly. No. <laughs> so I must break you. If there's anything to learn about exhibition matches. Anyway, so like the, the fight stops. I mean, that's, that's if there was a fight this weekend, we wouldn't be talking about it, You know, which makes me always skeptical of these types of things. Like if they're staged? Right. I just don't know how you stage this. I was leaving this morning to go to the gym, and uh, I, I drove by D'Lo because every morning, you know, we live in the same neighborhood from uh, D'Lo from down the hall at the sports station. He's walking his dog, and, you know, we had some nice little chit-chat, and then I said, all right, I got to ask you. You're the, you're the sportsy guy. I go, mm-hmm. are we buying this or not? He's like, I buy it. I said, God, I'm always just so hesitant to buy it. Anytime a boxer is involved in it, just not – it's hard to believe, but you – you would have to get all of Floyd Mayweather's people. What is it? The the TM the money team. The money team, right? Mm-hmm. It always looks like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. TMT. <laughs> and then you got to get uh, Gotti's people. 
right? Mm-hmm. And they they look like what they you would think they'd look like. And they do. Mayweather's team looks like what you think they'd look like. And you'd have to sit them down and go, like, okay, thanks for every, thanks everybody for being here. This is what has this how it's going to play. We need you to punch him mm-hmm. and you to punch. Him. I mean, I don't, just don't see that happening. No, and I don't think it was staged just because of the look on Floyd Mayweather's face. Like he legit looked shocked, and then he didn't know if he should throw his dukes back up and keep fighting. Like he literally looked confused. Why? Why did this happen? And is it me or does Floyd Mayweather not look like Floyd Mayweather? He just looked real scruffy. Like he didn't shave. He just looked scruffy. Not like his normal, I'm coming out and look flashy self. Right. That's how he looked yesterday. I mean, he looked a little heavy too. He's probably gained a little bit of weight, but he didn't look like overweight or anything well, like that. Well, it's off season, isn't it? Or is he still boxing or was this just this? I thought he was done boxing. Yes, <laughs> so did I. But every time I turn around, he's boxing, so you're, I don't know. You're asking the <laughs> wrong person. I have no idea. I mean, I think the last time I saw him fight was what, like four years ago? No, he fought the Paul kid. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, but he looked good there. I mean, he looked like, I mean, the dude's a beast. I mean, he's all defense, but he's a beast, right? right. That's why he's one of the greatest to ever put on boxing gloves is because he's smarter than most people. Right. Correct. He's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to be the first boxer to subscribe to the theory of the less I get hit, the better chance I have to win this match. <laughs> oh. oh, what a great idea. Stops using his head as defense. So they stop the fight, right? And then they all, like the, the Gotti people get in and the Mayweather people get in and they just start punching each other in the ring. The Mayweather people got in first. <laughs> and it was one of those things where all those dudes just jumped in and, the, and Gotti's people was a little short to the jumping part. And they just pushed Mayweather basically out of the way. And win at each other. If you go and watch this video, can we po- like post this on our site? On our uh, stuff? At Listen to the BS? We can afford it. Anyway, so if you yeah. go to our social media, we'll post up there. But if you if you look at the, the first part of this fighting stuff, or actually the second part. The first part would be the actual fight. The second part would be the in-ring stuff from everybody else. If you look, this is how you always should look at stuff like this. Look in the background. Like Look at the last guy to jump in the ring. He's always my favorite. <laughs> right? It's like when these politicians are talking behind the podium Always don't look at the guy that's behind the politician in the middle. Look at the guy in the upper left-hand corner. Like, he's just always awkward and so out of place. <laughs> so the fighter dude, like, you look in the background, and these kids are almost, it's like they're kids. They're jumping yeah. in, and they're just dancing around. <laughs> what are they doing? And they're not punching anybody <laughs> or anything, but they're in their sweats, and they're dancing, and they look like they're going to fight somebody, and they don't, and they see somebody they know, and they start talking to them, and then they get out of the ring, and they do that. (laughs) And then, so the next part of the fight is the fight on the floor. For some reason, everybody at this event starts fighting in the crowd, which is insane. And it's probably just because somebody got too hyped and, and jumped up or moved and pushed somebody, and that starts a brawl. Oh, the test, like all the mm-hmm. all the upcoming boxers, they got free tickets, they're out in the crowd. Absolutely. And the testosterone's flowing. And then somebody accidentally bumps into them, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, I'm justified. It's on. It's on, because it's fighting, it's brawling, and one little thing makes you feel like you need to get involved in what's going on. Right. So then the the, the crowd is fighting each other. You know, this again, this is why you can't take your family to sporting events. I mean, like, you should have been able to take your kids to this, right? If you're a boxing fan, maybe dad grew up, Golden Gloves guy, kids into boxing, loves Rocky movies. Likes the Creed movies, even though Michael B. Jordan's a total douchebag, you know, in real life. So you, you, you should be able to take your kids to these events, but you can't. You can't take, like, I'm almost, 
I'm almost believing that you can't take your family to any sporting event. You know, it's getting too violent and crazy out here. People, people are fighting, and in the cussing is ridiculous. Like, I, I don't know. I'm a big fan of of the f word. I'm a big fan of cussing. Don't get me wrong, but there's a there's a place and a time for it. And I still subscribe to the theory that you don't cuss, definitely not in front of kids, uh, especially other people's kids, and you don't do it in front of women. You know, I mean, but then you definitely not going to any sporting events. Th- that's what I'm saying. Is no, 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 no. you go like we were at the mall. You know, my, my family's in town for a couple more days. We're at the mall now. Granted, my daughter's which eight, mall? Uh, Galleria. Galleria. Yeah. Okay. We're at the mall. We're walking around. These three punk ass kids are walking behind us, like literally, like right behind us. Teenagers, sixteen mm-hmm. years old. They. It was like they just learned the f word. They didn't know how to use it properly. Do you know when we were kids and cuss? If we saw an adult, we would stop. Or, or we would try to hide that we were cussing. Right. They don't even stop now. Not even. Not they even. They just kept right on going. Kept going. I know. I know. That's what you were going to say. And you know, Rach kind of looks at me and goes, "Don't." <laughs> this generation has no filter. She's like, she's like, they have no respect. She's like, "Don't, don't, just don't." I was like, "Okay." I mean, I've done that before. Even mm-hmm. in college, we were. Uh, it was like right after graduation, I think it was, and we we're at dinner, and it was like my girlfriend at the time and her family, and my mom was in town, and there was a table of. Same age kids next to us, and they were, they're, I mean, just cussing up a storm. But it was like a bar restaurant type place, mm-hmm. and it was in the downtown area. And I walked over to the guy, and I said, hey, man, you know, not for nothing. You know, I'm, my mom's here, and my girlfriend's parents are here, and it's like kind of one of those meals. I was like, I, it's awkward for me to ask you this, but I'm going to ask nicely. Can, can you guys not cuss so loudly? I mean, it's it's really kind of, you know, bleeding over. And, and how they take it. They'd stopped, but oh, see, that's good. but you could hear him making fun of me in the background. <laughs> you know? Like, hey guys, yeah. excuse me, hey little nerdy guy. Stop cussing. Right, so the fights didn't stop there. <laughs> the fights didn't stop there. So backstage, some woman named Jocelyn Hernandez, Nikki, you know who this woman is? Yes, yeah, she is a reality uh, hip hop star. Okay, so one of those people that are really nobody. Right, they've not just been really. on TV. She, she doesn't. If you don't watch Love and Hip Hop or you don't have that ridiculous network Zeus, you won't know who she is. Well, you know, I've, you know, I've been meaning to binge watch <laughs> the Love and Hip Hop. I've got it saved <laughs> on my my TiVo. Okay, and I'm waiting to go there. So she's uh, what one of these like troublemakers type of thing. She's always fighting, always yeah. into something. She was really big on drugs, and I was just proud of her like two weeks ago because she started her path to sobriety. But in this video I saw, Uh-oh. she looked like she back on drugs. Well, she's beating up everybody. I mean, and she's a big girl. She is a beast. She's got a big chest, and she's a big girl, and she's tall. <laughs> I mean, she's not like fat big, but she's built big. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's bulky. She's chunky. She not has a lot of plastic surgery. Yeah, okay. And for some reason, she's going around punching guys and women, and, and somebody throws a drink at her, and then some dude chases her. And this is all backstage. And, like, security, who are these beasts of guys back there, she's slapping them, and then nobody's doing anything. And there's a video circulating where a guy's doing commentary where I guess she knows her, and he's like, somebody's got to stop Jocelyn, stop Jocelyn. That's the best part of it all. His commentary is, like, so good. Yeah, it started because she has some beef with this lady named Big Lex. And she saw her in Big Sex. Big Lex. Big Lex. <laughs> yeah. She saw her and she went to fight her. So oh. all those people you see like on her, they're trying to pull her off of Lex. Like she beat her out of her clothes. She Who's Big oh Lex? My. What does Big Lex do? She's just a reality star as well. <laughs> they were on the show together. <laughs> and oh she beat her out of her clothes. So she's naked 
pulled her her wig off. Yeah, her boobies are flying. She didn't even care her boobies were out. No, because she hadn't got beat up. <laughs> That's the thing with women, right? They get really pissed off if you check them out with their clothes on, but they get in a fight and they're naked, they'll walk around. <laughs> Don't give a damn. You see a girl in a fight, her skirt pops up, mm-hmm. hoo-hahs out. I mean, it's like everything is is is, is riding in the wind. Yep. And it's it's okay. But you go and you see a girl and you're like, you know, you do a double take or comment them on their jeans or something. Like, hashtag me too. Exactly. You know. They arrested her today, though. Who? Jocelyn. Jocelyn, what about Big, Big Lexi? No, because she was on the defense. Jocelyn hit her first. Well, she should be arrested for <laughs> decent uh, exposure. Well, she can't help this <laughs> Somebody snatched her clothes off her. The, the security guy that was trying to pull her, like, they, they were fighting and they were fighting on... Um, if you ever been to a rock concert, you know you you see the uh, the big uh, hard cases that all the equipment comes in, the speakers and stuff. They had just a bunch of the hard cases. Mm-hmm. That's what they were fighting on. And so hard case left. If they were fighting hard case middle, the security guy's trying to pull this naked Lexi girl. Yeah, and he's like almost dragging her by her breasts. <laughs> get her off of the box to try to get her out of harm's way. And not again, not once is she like, get off me, stop touching me. No, she needs his help. She's like. <laughs> She like had her hands up like a kid, like going to the t- toilet, you know. <laughs> touchy, me. touchy, take me, take me. Yeah. She needs all the help she can get. Well, it's like once you see red, it's done. Yeah. Oh, and then here's the after effect, right? That Gotti's, one of the family members, mm-hmm. goes on social media and threatens Floyd Mayweather, says you're an enemy for life. Whoa. Yeah. I read that they sat down and actually uh, afterwards had a talk and are scheduling a rematch later on down the line. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> I am so shocked that they're <laughs> going to have a rematch. Wow. Who was the marketing genius that came up with that idea? Mm-hmm. That is, that's why you think it's it's rigged. I don't you know. You know, like the Paul fights. Yeah, I, the Paul fights, I think all of those are definitely rigged. But here's the thing. Do we care? No, because it's entertaining. It is. That's all we care about is the entertainment value. It's like it's wrestling on the DL. I was just about to compare it to that wrestling. It's but like, it, but it's re- like wrestlers will tell you, look, it's not real. You know, I mean, we're 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 we're, ath- <laughs> we're athletes. It's it hurts. We get hit. You know, mo- sometimes you know th- that stuff's real. Right. But we're very good at what we do. It's its own thing. It's sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. What they're doing now in boxing is it's like. Pro wrestling on the DL. Like, this is real. Yeah, they won't say if it's This is what wrestling used to be 30 years ago. Okay. That's what they're trying to do. Okay. They're trying to live the gimmick. That's why I don't think, I think it was, it was like those two were behind it and everybody else were just stooges in it. Well, if it was rigged, that could be why Floyd looks so confused. Like, why are you still trying to fight? It's over. You know it's supposed to be over. That is the other side to it. You can look at it that way. Because he looked completely shocked. Guys, missed your cue. (laughs) this is the sixth round we were supposed to be doing this in the seventh round Mm -hmm. that's exactly how he was so confused all right first round of uh, videos i mean if you're into that kind of stuff i mean this is just posted i put it up this this is like one of those things you sit back and go this is the world we live in Mm -hmm. (laughs) well we've come to this is what everybody just wants to fight each other that's all everybody wants to do everybody's so angry all right first round of headlines what do you got i'm going to tell you what restaurant chain is fading in sack and what fake heiress is starting a podcast all right two big stories from today stick around it's the bs on 98 rock stand by for news 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 it's time for today's top two headlines 
All right, here we go. First round of headlines. Nikki D, please. The last Boston market in sack mm. is half-baked. H1. The restaurant is dark again today. Wrong this one. time there's a new sign on the door that says due to a severe Hold on for a second. of staff, we are stop unable it all. to open this location Nikki, at this time. Stop it. Can you stop it? Okay. All right, can you just hit the clip again? The restaurant is dark again today. This time, there's a new sign on the door that says, due to a severe shortage of staff, we are unable to open this location at this time. So there's only one Boston market that's left here in Sacramento, and the closest one outside of that is in Oakland. Well, they've been having some issues where they've had to close the store down because employees were not getting paid Oof. they didn't have uh food coming in some of the favorites if you're one of those people that go there for like the chicken pot pie it's no longer going to be on the menu were you a boston market girl not really oh my god not really i know it was it was a lot of hype you I, don't you don't know about the ms do you no the manager special I have no idea not on the menu <laughs> no you roll up there manager special you well, get what a, is it you get uh half a chicken okay you, you know and then you get, uh, I think, two sides, like for five bucks. It was something like that. Oh, see, that's a good deal. It was a great deal. It wasn't on the menu. And sometimes they try to say, no, you can't have it. And I say, yes. <laughs> so you'll be arguing huh. for it. And, 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 but, but I'd always add it. Like, I couldn't just stop at two sides because their cream spinach is amazing. I mean, you can put some pounds on by eating at Boston Market a lot. Their, cream, their macaroni and cheese was awesome. Uh, what else was really good? There's another side that you had to have. I love Boston. I haven't eaten there in a gazillion years, but I love yeah, Boston Yeah, my coworkers had got me eating there when everybody was on, like, this healthy kick. So we went there a couple times to get baked chicken and the You went to Boston beans. Market for a healthy kick? I was like, That's what? That's what they were saying. So we uh-uh. ate baked chicken and beans nah. and salad or something you we got put, from there. You want to put weight on, you go to Boston Market. <laughs> yeah, they used to have one down the street from our old location. That's why I'm surprised there was even one left here. Where was that? When we were on Madison. It was like literally just on the street. So Yeah, so, there was one in Roseville. They said it closed earlier did, this year. Did uh are they owned by is like Boston Market a company or are they are they owed or So Boston Market is a company, but it was franchised out. So the ones that are still All open right. now O-O'd. are franchisees, yeah. Oh. And there are only three hundred and twelve left nationwide. Oh, save the BM, man. They're going out of business. So, yeah, I think so. I remember when the last one closed, God, where's I living? I think Orlando. And the last, and you had to like, I mean, it wasn't right next door. I had to go, I had to drive a few, get out of my bubble. There was one right uh, down the street from my house in Atlanta, Ugh. and it closed. And I remember being very con- sad, confused because I went for Thanksgiving. Like, oh, I can go grab something from Boston Market. Yeah, the whole building was gone. Oh, no. I don't know how I missed the fact that that whole building was closed. That's another great thing. Like, if you. <laughs> Need food for the holidays? Yeah, yep. that place was perfect. It's you just roll up and you're like, hey, give me a bunch of turkey, give me some mashed potatoes, yeah. <laughs> give me anything that they got in the pictures for Thanksgiving. Yep, I got to take it home. What have all the Boston markets become? Um, it doesn't say what they're becoming. I guess because a people- lot of times when you have a, a a franchise store like that, another franchise store will come in and take over. Like they'll take over their lease for said buildings. Oh yeah, no, the one. By my house, it was turned into a, a Mexican restaurant. So. Oh, well, the Mexicans came in. Well, they did. They did Boston. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. They took over the market. History lesson <laughs> from Bailey. They a Mexican market. He's full of history lessons. There you go. All right, second headline. <laughs> Anna Delvey has a new business venture, H2. I wanted to start recording in jail, actually, over the jail phone. Um, because, you know, like, there are some rappers who record whole albums. Um 
from being incarcerated, while being incarcerated. And I was like, why not record a podcast? But <laughs> you know, I love not? her. I know you I do. I love <laughs> Anna Delvey. <laughs> so uh, Anna Delvey, whose real name is Anna Sorkin, uh, she's out on house arrest right now. If you guys haven't been watching or following her case. And uh, she sat down and did an interview where she says that she's now releasing a podcast. It's going to mm. be called The Anna Delvey Show. And she's basically putting this out to try to rebrand her image and tell her story from her side because she doesn't agree with all the things that Netflix had to say about her. She says that that stuff's not all true. So her uh, podcast is going to drop this week on multiple platforms. If memory serves, mm -hmm. tell me if I'm wrong here because you were there when I had her on, right? I was. I think I suggested this to her. I don't remember that, but I wouldn't be shocked if you did. I mean, it makes sense. You suggest a lot of good business ventures to people we interview. Right, but I remember when, so the, the story with Anna Delvey is uh, a good friend of mine. He's a defense attorney in Georgia. And when she was in jail this last time, remember she was in jail this last time, it was on immigration stuff. Right. And the United States said, hey, we will send you to wherever and you'll get out of jail. And she says, no, I'm going to fight it because I, I want to stay in the United States. Mm -hmm. So she stayed in jail and my buddy was part of her defense team. They won. They got yeah. her out of jail, but she's on house arrest. So when I was doing my podcast this past year, we were the first to interview her. We were. We had her on. We had the exclusive. Like literally the next interview was setting up as we were talking to her, which was, I believe, CBS Morning Show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just, I mean, if you've not seen the Netflix show, what is it, Inventing Anna? Inventing right? Anna, yes. It, it's it's so good. It's fascinating. It's so good. I mean, absolutely fascinating. It makes you, okay, so she was a socialite in New York City and was able to be a girl that has nothing and had nothing, convince people she was someone and had things. Billionaire. Right. And she was getting tons and tons of money loans from people and she was trying to start this art exhibit all kinds of stuff but it was all off of manipul uh, manipulation and lies uh, but when you watch the show you almost kind of feel for her and go okay is it her fault that these people felt she wasn't banging them she wasn't sleeping with anybody it wasn't a sex sells so is it her fault that these people believed her i still don't even understand how this works like as a, a woman who works and does all kinds of things, I have applied for loans several times and not gotten them. This woman was able to just walk in places and get whatever she wanted. So can you really blame her? I say no. The difference between you asking for a loan and Anna Delvey asking, tell, demanding a loan is just that. You walked in, hi, I'm Nikki D. Uh, <laughs> if at all possible, you know, my credit's pretty good. I just paid off that, you know, bill. Uh, I need some cash and you know, I've been doing business with you guys for a minute. So if you guys don't mind if you could, that's how you would ask. <laughs> Anna Delvey walks in. Hello, darling. I need you to sign this because I need a million dollars, but I need it like 10 minutes ago and I don't have time to wait. Exactly. And that's how you do it. That's how a master manipulator gets the stuff done. It's like when you're a kid, remember when you would ask, I learned this at a very young age. I'd ask my mother, can I go stay over Chris's house? And sometimes I noticed she would say no just because she could. And so I cut out the middleman, so to speak. I would go and say, hey, mom, I'm going to stay over Chris's house. Cool? I don't. I, I, every time you tell me this story, all I can think about is I would have smacked you right upside your head if you walked in and told me what you were going to do as a child. But I was asking a question. No, 
you were not asking a question telling her what you were going to do. No, no, no. I'm staying over at Chris's house. Cool? No. The, the upset, I couldn't get away with that either. The question mark. Cool? No. That's how you ask questions. <laughs> that is cool? <laughs> You're just putting it on the back end. So, not in a Filipino household, so, it don't happen. So you, you mind effort at the beginning. You're like, oh, you're going to stay over Chris's house. Yeah, I guess it's cool. Right. That's yeah, how you do I guess. it. No, That's how you do no it. No way. That's part of manipulation right there. Right. Uh, Bill Burr is one of the funniest comedians you could ever possibly see live. Uh, we've got tickets all this week starting right now. He'll be at the venue, Thunder Valley, June 29th. It is the Bill Burr Live World Tour. you got to be 21 or up to uh, to enter. I mean, not to enter, but to win. Uh, but if you're 13 to 20, you go with somebody that's 21 or up, you can go. Yep, you can yeah. get him. Uh, tickets are on sale at Ticketmaster.com. We are going to do nothing personal. We go to a super secret special website. We find real stories of people right here in Sacramento that are looking for love. Misconnections, right? Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman. Those will be your options. I need two players. Those players. Nikki D is going to help both of you out. I know we I usually will. do this game on Thursdays, but we switch it up this week. Nikki D is a champ at this game. I'm really good at it. Very, very good. <laughs> All right, she'll help you out tremendously. 916-909-0985. 916-909-0985. Uh, need some players. We'll do nothing personal here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Hey, girl or two. Won't you come and get you some of this? The BS knows all about missed connections. Hey, how you doing? But can you guess the sexes? It's time to play Nothing Personal. All right, welcome back. Appreciate you being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. Nelson will be back tomorrow. We got Mickey helping us out here today. Bill Burr tickets. Up for grabs at the venue, Thunder Valley, June 29th for nothing personal. You got Caroline and Sack. How are you, Caroline? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Good weekend? Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, what'd you do? Went to the Rivercats game. Um, the game wasn't great the way they played, but we had a great time anyways. We went for a friend's birthday, and it was a great time. So I, I saw somebody wearing a Rivercats hat. I want one. I guess I got to go to a game. I'm sure they sell them there, yeah? Oh yeah, they sell them there for yeah, sure. Yeah, I need. A, I, I thought that was cool. River cats. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun place to go. Uh, Ryan and Sack, how you doing, buddy? Good. How are you guys doing? Top of the world. What'd you do this weekend? Anything good? Yeah, I worked, but I ended up going to a graduation party. My whole family was there, so that was kind of cool. But yeah, mostly worked. <laughs> That's cool. You should have went to a River Cats game. Caroline was there. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. She—I don't know if you saw it on TV, but she was streaking. She was running one of the out. Uh, sounds like a good time. All right, here we go. Uh, Nikki D is going to help both of y'all out. Uh, I've got some real stories from right here in Sacramento from our super secret special website. Caroline, you're going to go first. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, Ryan, you get to steal. You want to obviously stay on par with each other until it's all said and done. When time runs out, your options for answers. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. Does everyone understand? I do. All right. Nikki D, are yeah. you ready? I'm ready to go. I got right. my pen. She's very good at this, Caroline. She's very good at this, Ryan. Here we go. First one. Awesome. Married and missing my daytime lover, Davis. You were so fit in your late 30s. I had those abs you couldn't resist. We were both married and would get together every other week or so at a nice hotel during the daytime while everyone else was busy with their normal life. 
our connection both mentally and physically was unmatched. Remembering the hours we spent on that king-size bed as my engine revved all over. Mm. The fun lasted a year until you moved because of a work relocation. If you see this, the room is already rented. (laughs) Wink, wink. All right, man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. Nikki D, Caroline, 60 seconds. All right, Caroline, I'm thinking this is definitely same sex because it was titled Daytime Lover. And then they went on to talk about being fit and having abs and both of them being married and sneaking. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just all sounded like DL stuff to me. And then a king size bed makes me think it could be men. They needed way more room. So I'm thinking man for man, but it could also be woman for woman. That's what I'm thinking. Big woman for big woman. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking either man for woman or man for man. Uh, Just the way he was saying how he had those abs. I I felt it was a man talking about his abs. But I do like your points about the king size bed. Need an answer. Need an answer. Okay. I'll go with you, man for man. Man for man. All man right. for man. You have an opportunity to change it, but you got to do it right now. Uh, no. No. Stick with man for man. Okay. Well, that's your fault. You should change it. That's wrong. Oh, I tried. Darn. All right. Ryan for the steal. Man for man is not correct. Man for woman. Man for woman. That's not what Nikki D said. She thinks it's a I little. It's same sex. So I think it might be woman on. for woman. But you think it's a man for I think I think a man's in here, so I guess I can't say that. But man for woman could be another could be another good option. It's a good answer. Got to tell you, like it, <laughs> Ryan. You want to stick with that? But I want to give you the same opportunity. You can change it. I still think it's woman yeah, for woman. You're gonna stay? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's correct. Nicely oh. Done. <laughs> That's what Caroline said to begin with, and Nikki D talked her out of it. I did not nah. talk her out of it. I just gave her my no. two thoughts. She was like, "Watch this! I'm going to tank Caroline." <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Ryan, the board is yours. Here we go. Next one. Nothing personal. We met at Target Saturday afternoon. Arden. Hey, Frenchie. You came over to me in the card section of Target in the Arden area and thanked me for being polite and showing some manners. Although I've been known to be misbehave, to be misbehave, mm -hmm. that accent did something to me. We chatted for quite a while. Want to do it again? Or me this time? Devil emoji. I should have asked you for your number, but feared rejection, don't we all? Your shorts and shirt were black. My cheeks, red, red cheeks. <laughs> Slap those cheeks. <laughs> Slap my hams. <laughs> Sally, that girl. All right, man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. 60 seconds, Ryan. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Ryan. Um. They're in the car section at Target that made me think that 
uh, could be a woman for woman situation. Somebody has an accent that they like. And then when they said you want to do me, made me think that I could be a woman for a man. So I'm kind of torn between woman for woman and woman for man here. Um, I'm going to go woman for woman. Oh, that's good. Safe haven at Target for him. Yeah, I, I yeah. was I was thinking woman for woman too because of the clothes description was kind of spot on. So yeah, I'm thinking it might be woman for woman. That's a good answer, but you can change it quickly, Ryan, if you want. No, I'll stay. All right. Well, that's wrong. Oh. Yeah, and I tried. I got you. No one ever listens to me. <laughs> Caroline, you can tie it up here. Woman for woman is not correct. I would say woman for man because that's what I was thinking of during the description. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, that's what I have as my second option, woman for man. So you I and Nikki with that. are on the same page, woman for man, right? Yes. No, that's wrong too. Oh my gosh. Ryan, back to you. 50-50 shot or we'll retire. Man, man for man. Man for man. Man for man. Now that look, cross my mind. You're going to feel kind of silly. Like it's 50-50 if you get it wrong. So think about it for a second. You sure you want to go man for man? I would yep. suggest it. Yes? Yeah, I would suggest yeah. man for man. That's correct. Yeah. Look at that process. Come on, Caroline, get your act together. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm still recovering from the weekend. I see. We're um, going to get in the game, Caroline. All right. Well, <laughs> Ryan's got two. Caroline's got zero. But, yep. Caroline, the board is yours. This is where you All make right. your big comeback. All right. We met at Mojo's, Sacramento. I met you at Mojo's on Thursday at lunch. You had beautiful hazel eyes and long hair. All I wanted to do was lay in your arms and play with those curls. Your energy was magnetic. There was a pain in your eyes, though. Who could have hurt you? Let me be what heals you. Don't let my kind soul fool you. I got a naughty side to me, too. I need to know if your skin is as soft as it looks. Creepy. Don't, that was my, that. <laughs> don't leave me longing. Longing. Long donging. Crying emoji. There we go. That's all you're getting. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. Come on, Caroline. Mm-hmm. All right, Caroline. This one's, this one's tough. Um, this could either be a woman talking to a woman or a woman talking to a man and this is the tough part because they're talking and this is why I think it's a woman for woman though is because um, she's describing her having long hair hazel eyes not that men don't have long hair but that's what's leaning me more toward the woman for woman and soft skin Yeah, I've never described a man as having soft skin feel my hands (laughs) they're not soft so yeah, so that's what's making me think is more so woman for woman. All right. Yeah, I agree. Those, yeah, those things jumped out at me as well, getting me on uh, thinking woman for woman. So I'll say woman for woman. How often does that happen when they jump out at you, Caroline? You start <laughs> thinking woman for woman. <laughs> well, I don't know. So far, over two. So yeah. All right. Well, look, you got to get this. If not, pretty much the game is over. I'm going to give you yep. an opportunity to change it. You want to stick with woman for? I like woman for woman, but I'd still probably think I about do. it. I do, too. I'm going to stick with it. All right. Well, that's right. Nicely done. Let's go. On the board. You know what I found out the other day, Nikki D? That let's go thing, that's a thing. It is a thing. Yeah, people say it all the time. 
Not like your let's go, but just like in general let's go. Yeah, it's, it's like, you know, motivating. They're not as cool as me when they say it, though. No, 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 no. I did not say that. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying I didn't realize it was like people. more people said it? Hashtag, like, yeah. LG. Let's go. Or maybe they're talking about the appliances. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Ryan, here's the deal. You get this right, you win. All right. If not, Caroline gets the tie. If she gets it correct, you know, blah, blah, blah. Here we go. Broadway Post Office, Sacramento. We talked briefly today about reading while we waited in that long line at the Broadway Post Office. You joked about the novels. I like being porn. You joked about the novels. I like being porn. Oh, okay. You joked about the novels. I like being porn. That's a weird sentence. Yeah, it is weird. To me, they're more like training manuals, if you know what I mean. You are lovely, and you smelled incredible. Let's continue our conversation and maybe see if these books have taught me anything. Although good things come to those who wait, don't leave me alone too long. Praying hands emoji. That whole thing is weird. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. Oh, Ryan? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Woman woman for man. All right. And, but I had that it could be a woman for a man, but then I'm thinking it could be a man for a woman because he said you smelled incredible. And it just, to me, jumped out. It's like that's a man telling a woman like he sniffed her. So I was thinking mm. it might be a man for a woman. But you're thinking it might be a woman for a man? I'm saying uh, woman for man. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. <laughs> He's not even listening to you. He's not listening to He's me like, at all. It's nice that you're there, Nikki, and we appreciate you coming to work today. But Well, I mean, I, ha- I had a girlfriend, and she loved those sexual uh, uh, novels, and she was all into that. So that's kind of why I'm leaning that way. Isn't that intimidating for us guys, though, right? They're reading these novels, just like women that get all into these rom-coms or these sexy movies that Fifty Shades, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, we we can't compete like that. No, <laughs> but I let her have her fantasy. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but you can't even be a part of it because like she's thinking like we bang like Ross from Friends. They want Prince. <laughs> <laughs> movie line, movie line, movie line, movie line. All right. So uh, back to the game. What woman for man? Yeah. All right. You want to change it or no? No. He's not listening to me. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't care what I have to say. <laughs> All right, before I tell you if it's correct or not, I want to tell Caroline that I appreciate her playing. I don't want to give anything away. Uh-oh. Congrats, Ryan. And you're very, very nice, and you can call back tomorrow, and right. I really enjoyed having you on the program, but it is correct, and Ryan's going to win. Oh. Right. Ryan, you hang on, my friend. Caroline, thank you so much. Please call thank us back. You. Keep listening. Go Rivercats. <laughs> there you go. All right, let you go there. All right. Ryan gets the Bill Burr tickets. Nicely done over there. You did good. Good job. Good yeah, job. We, good we're, job. We're starting to, um, you know, the longer we stay employed, we're starting to get uh, people that, that play these games mm-hmm. that don't listen to you. And I like it. No, they don't. I, and, you know, no offense to you because you're very good at this game. But I like I like the I like the, the Going two, against the grain. The two peers that, like Ryan, who come on and go, all right, cool chick. Diggy Nicky D, like having you around, <laughs> like listening to you on the show, but I got it. This is my game. This is my, 
This is my, my game. game. I'm playing how I want. Keep it warm. Period. Poop. All right, so uh, there you go. Congratulations. Hope you all enjoyed that. The Unabomber, I guess, would be to California like... I'm trying to get, I'm trying to compare another bad person, a villain mm-hmm. in the modern era. Like in Atlanta, we had Eric Rudolph. Yes, we did. Because of the bombing in the 96 Olympics. at the Olympics. Uh-huh. Very similar to a, a, a Unabomber kind of guy. Right. But California was the Unabomber's bread and butter. Yeah. Right? Without a doubt. I mean, he, t- he terrorized the state of California for years. And now he's dead. Anyway, we'll tell you about that here in a yeah. minute. It's the BS on 90 Rock. Okay. Uh, Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber. Get a little music there underneath. There we go. Boom, boom, boom. All right. The Unabomber uh, has passed away uh, at the age of 81. Three sources are saying that it was by suicide. Right. That's what I was thinking. Do we say passed away or do we just say killed itself? Uh, yeah. I mean, the guy got to got to live a pretty... I mean, you're in jail, but you, you know, with all the stuff that he did. Now, like the Unabomber to California was... As a, before the break, I was trying to figure this out. Like, if you were to compare, like, the Ted Bundy to Florida, maybe, right? Because Ted Bundy did that whole thing uh, at, what, FSU, where mm-hmm. he killed all the sorority girls. Like, there's, like, a killer, but a different type of killer known for a certain state of different types of killings. Right. The example that you gave with the uh, bomber in Atlanta, I thought was a good example, too, because he was a bomber. Eric Rudolph. Yeah. Eric Rudolph in the 96 Olympics where they all thought it was Richard Jewell, that poor soul, that uh, set got, off that bomb, set off the bomb that ruined his life eventually. Absolutely, you know when it was Eric Rudolph, mm-hmm. but the media just uh, got that one wrong. Um, so Ted Kaczynski. So not that long ago, I remember seeing an interview. <clears throat> I don't know where I, I don't remember where I saw this, but I remember seeing an interview with his brother and his wife, and they're weird too because Kaczynski. Like these people are so smart. You know, the smarter you are, the weirder, the weirder you are. The weirder you are. And they're so smart. And they, like, live out in the desert. And ultimately, he was caught because his brother's wife saw the letter that he wrote, he being Ted, and she goes, she this sounds a lot like, <laughs> hey, get in here. It sounds a lot like your brother. And they contacted the FBI. I mean, what, what are the odds that you would be able to tell somebody by the letter that they wrote? I think I would. If if my sister wrote something and it was published, I think I'd be able to say, hey, I think my sister wrote that. You think so? Yeah, I definitely think I would. Because her characteristics If I wrote are, a letter, would you be able to know? tell it was me? Depending on some of the words that you threw in there. If you threw in certain words, I'd be able to be like, <gasps> Like I'm getting ready to send you another prize. All right. I'd be like, that's Bailey. <laughs> or dot, dot, dot. I got to call the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's found dead Saturday morning. Like I said, three people close to the situation said that uh, it was by suicide. There's not much more on this. I mean, the local article, I forget where I got this from, but the local uh, article focused on the incidents that happened here in California starting in 82, July of 82, where that package was left in the break room of Corey Hall at the uh, University of California, Berkeley. So his whole, if, if memory serves, I'm not a big Unabomber, you know, aficionado right <laughs> but but if if memory serves he he lost it when he decided to move out in the middle of the woods yeah he went out into the middle of montana or somewhere and hold himself right. up there and that's when he told them that he'd pretty much like stop if they published all of his writings 
Right. But but he started to see around him the uh the 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 world well and like the forestry stuff, the trees coming down. Mm-hmm. And it set this dude off. That's why like he started going after people, you know, I mean the last person he killed um was the California Forestry Association's president. And there was a bomb mailed to his office. Yeah, because he said he hated government officials, police, computer scientists, and rowdy college students. He hated everybody. Right. He was he was the <laughs> he was the anti government. Right. Yeah, he he was against everything. Everything. But this dude was like a professor, an assistant professor at the age of like twenty five. He was a the, the He New went York, to Harvard. The New York Times article described him as a walking brain. Very smart. He was that smart. So because that's another thing that the sister in law was able to pick up on. They knew how he made bombs, which I thought was weird, too. Like, how do you know how somebody makes a bomb? That's a Ted thing. You just know he's doing that. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell the way those two wires go together. He made that. Ted's more of a a watch guy. You know he's using those those swatch watches. You know how Ted loves those swatch. (laughs) We joke when people died, but, you know, it's it's very, very sad. Uh, yeah. So, you know, the, the guy got to, you know, live in jail until he decided to, he got, he, he was, uh, I think he got cancer. Yeah. He was diagnosed with cancer. They don't say what type of cancer, but he was diagnosed with cancer, cancer, and it was terminal. But my point is you're already 80 something years old. Like why kill yourself now? You've been in jail all this time. Well, he probably just didn't want to die of cancer. I, I would rather just go ahead and, and go on out with, with the cancer than kill myself and be like, oh, I might go to hell. I wonder how he's, uh accepted in prison like if you're if you're that type of person you're anti-establishment which i'm assuming there's probably a lot of people behind bars that are anti-establishment are you like a hero you go in there and you're like the big cheese when he first went kitchen duty versus bathroom duty when he first went in he probably was kind of maybe the man with the inmates definitely not with the guards but as he gotten older people probably don't really even know who he is there was also uh when he was younger and he was at I think Harvard, right? Yes, he was at Harvard. When he was at Harvard. He did a study. They messed with his brain. And at some point, I think he claimed that that had a lot to do with it. Like, that's what made him go crazy. Oh, see, I didn't know that. I never heard that. Yeah, like, you remember the beginning of Ghostbusters when Bill Murray was doing the thing with people's Mm -hmm. brains? Yeah, he was doing stuff like that. Whoa. Yeah. But somebody did that to him. Yeah, somebody did. what you're saying. Yeah, 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 because he was so smart. They did it to him. Yeah, I didn't know that. But probably back in those days, too, it's like, hey, you get 10 bucks if you come in and let us electrocute your brain for a little bit. It's like giving plasma. I don't doubt it. Any college kid needs money. I've never done that. Have you ever given plasma? No, I, I wasn't that guy. Our buddy Nate was a big plasma sperm guy. My sister does it all the time. <laughs> like, you can get $75. I'm like, what? You want to get money, females can get money. They're eggs. Really? Oh, my God. They're more expensive than... Uh, Go to the grocery store. <laughs> now, see, that I didn't know either. I mean, like tens of thousands of dollars. To donate some eggs? Yeah. I might look into that. I'm not having no more kids, <laughs> but. <laughs> You're going to look into that. I got something to donate. Go to the egg, go to the egg doctor. <laughs> I don't know who you go to. Wish I could help you out, but I can't. Shoot. All right, second round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you how a mouse sent a man to jail and why people in the U.K. are upset with Metallica. All right, two big stories from today. Getting learned a little bit. With your second round of headlines here in a minute, it's the BS on 98 Rock. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Let me ask you something, Nikki, before you do your stories. Mm-hmm. If I'm driving out of my community right. and I pass the guy 
that's getting ready to pick up my pod. Right? Oh, okay, okay. Right? He I'll called follow. me prior, mm-hmm. said he's coming over, but I'm passing him as I'm coming out of the community. Mm-hmm. I stop him as he turns down my street. Have him roll his window down. I roll my window down. Uh-huh. I said, cool, man. Thank you. It's in there. Give him a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Rachel laughed at me. She said that was unneeded. Both her and Ariel. They said that I didn't need to do that. So it was too much. No, it wasn't. Thank you. I think that was you being polite, acknowledging him, letting mm-hmm. him know like, hey, I see that you're going to my house. What's up? I see. What's up? That's what I was saying. What's up, Mr. Pod guy? No, I would have done that too. Yeah, just saying, hey, look, that's my pod you're taking. I appreciate you. You have a good day. She right. says he didn't care. I mean, he may not have cared, but... I think he cared. He it, looked like he cared. In his eyes, I could see he cared. Did he respond back to you, wave back anything? It was awkward. It was like, why did you do that? Oh, well, then maybe he didn't care. <laughs> maybe he didn't care. <laughs> maybe he didn't care. <laughs> All right, second hour round of headlines. What do you got? First one. People shoot deer, maybe birds, but never Mickey. H3. What he was doing with, with the stun gun type device, you know, basically torturing an animal. Uh, we want him to know that it's serious business, that we take it seriously, and that uh, it's not going to be tolerated. At all, a 22-year-old man in Indiana named Frankie Rosa was arrested. And and let me tell you why. He put some traps around in his house. I guess he has a mice problem. He catches a mice in the trap. What would you do if you caught a mice in a mouse trap? You'd kill it or or throw it out in the trash. Or I don't know what people do with with mice once you catch them because I'm afraid of mice too. He's got a a bunch of mice. I would assume that he does. But he only has this one that he caught, and Uh he brings it outside. Yeah. Inside the house, outside the house, takes a gun and starts shooting at the mouse. Now, the crazy part, even more than what I've already said, is people were standing outside. So there's a family standing outside with their eight-year-old uh, kid, yeah. and this man is shooting a gun at a mouse. Do you know how small a mouse is? What kind of gun? It didn't say what type of gun he had. No. But it's whatever type of gun he had. It's so still he picked too big up the mouse from the house, takes it outside, and shoots at to it. kill it in front of people. Exactly. What a gun, though. Well, I'm asking you. That's what he did. That's what he did. Yeah. Which is crazy. And, of course, he got arrested, and he's facing charges of criminal recklessness, which is a felony. This was in Indiana. Yeah. Well, that's just, you know, there's certain guys out there that have to show off, you know, that they can shoot a gun, post pictures of the guns. He didn't even hit the mouse, though. So he's not even good at shooting. Yeah, so then he looks kind of (laughs) silly. He looks dumb. You've got responsible firearm owners, like I consider myself one, and then you've got people that are just trying to show out. And it's like, look, I own this gun. Look, I can shoot a mouse. And then he probably, if he killed it, he'd be like one of those people that he poses with the tongue hanging out and the blood everywhere. And like, have his kid pick it up, put it in his hands. Which is all silly stuff. And then That's you, disgusting and really weird. Absolutely. And then you don't go outside shooting a gun when you have drugs in your house because those are more charges. Oh, they that found drugs Because he had drugs in his house when the police got there. That was kind of dumb. I was, you know, as a kid, you'd think I'd be traumatized. But, you know, as a kid, you never want to see a mouse die. Right, even though it's in the house, your parents know you got to get the mouse out. But you, as a kid, you're thinking, Mickey. I mean, and this was pre Ratatouille, <laughs> right? So this is I'm like, going oh, no, on this cute little white mouse. This guy my mom was banging at the time. He chases this house, uh, this mouse down behind the oven. Remember him pulling the oven out. He gets a hammer. He corners the mouse and he smashes the mouse. Ooh. Blood goes everywhere. I think I cried for a week straight. Yeah, I wouldn't have wanted to see that. You would think that would have traumatized me. You don't feel traumatized? No, I just remember like it was yesterday, but I wasn't traumatized. I think you are. I think you're traumatized subconsciously and you just don't know. It was It was really, I mean, I think it was like three at the time, three or four. I was like, Jesus, dude, could you have done this a different way in front of like me? Like, why did you have to take this very large hammer and kill it so violently? 
I'm telling you, the only time I've seen a mouse trap, which was once, and I just remember, and, and I don't even know where it came from because we didn't have mice in the house. I've never seen one. But I do remember my dad having this mouse in a trap and going outside. I guess you just go let it back into nature or something. I don't know. No, you, you, they usually die when they get, oh, he had the trap where they go in and you, like the, the, the mesh trap where they go in and they stay alive. You know what? You lying. It's not that one. It's the one where you you put the cheese in or poison or whatever and they have the poison. So I think the rat was dead. Did you, you say I'm lying? No, I said I'm lying. Oh, you're lying. I said yeah. I think I'm lying. I think the rat might have been dead on the trap, which is why you just threw it outside. Yeah, I bought, uh, we had a rat issue before, like just a couple years ago, the, the house in Atlanta. And they make these, you know, not the old school mouse traps, but they're like claws. Oh. They're like bear trap, like bear, you know, like the bear things are plastic. And these things are badass. And they already have whatever in there for them. And boy, oh boy, when that thing snaps down, dude, there's no getting out of that. It are was, they still alive, though, or are they dead and you just throw it out? I mean, if they're lucky, they're dead. Okay. But every once in a while, you'll get like half of it and it'll still be, it's, it's a <gasps> horrible experience. Rach was in our crawl space and there was one just staring at her. It was a cute little thing and I just was trying to get it out. But I knew that it would go back in and she's freaking out. She wanted to like trap it in a cooler. I'm like, that's not going <laughs> to. I'm like, dude, that's not, you're not going to be able to trap the damn thing in a cooler. I was like, hold on, I'll be right back. So I went and I got my Red Rider BB gun. One shot right between the eyes, right? No. What kind, of, what kind of rat was it? Was it like a bigger one? Oh, it wasn't small. It was, it was pretty good size. Oh. I would have just let it out, but she wanted it dead. And afterwards, she goes, that's the hottest thing you've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, that, I got to tell you, that turned me on. When I was a kid, I can remember waking up. We were at my great-grandmother's house, and I remember waking my mom up, and I'm like, when did Grandma get a cat? And my mom literally jumps out of her sleep, like almost to her feet. And she just starts grabbing our stuff and grabbing clothes. And she's like, we got to go. And I'm like, why are we leaving? She's like, that's not a cat. That's a rat. That's a big rat. We left at like 3 o'clock in the morning. We left my grandma <laughs> in there and everything. That's what Rachel did. <laughs> she's a rat inside. She's out. She's done. She's out. All right, second headline. Metallica was coming in hot in the UK. H4. The Metal Outfit show received numerous noise complaints, with many also voicing their displeasure via Twitter. Is Metallica almost done? Asked one displeased neighbor on Twitter. I want to go to sleep. Metallica performed in UK at the Download Festival, and it was a pretty good lineup. They had Alter yeah. Bridge, uh, Hailstorm, Skindred, and some more people were there. But people who were 15 miles away were complaining because they could hear the concert when Metallica performed. Now, to their credit, they say wind could have been a little bit of the factor, and they had 288 staggered speakers that was covering this venue. So it was pretty loud. That's awesome. I mean, that's like if you're a fan of rock, and I'm assuming you are if you're listening to this radio station, like that makes you think that rock's still alive. You know, like Metallica walks away from that going, yeah, what do you expect? <laughs> that I mean, was so loud. Like that's a badge of honor. You know, that you just you walk away and go, you know, sorry about that, the people 15 miles away, but we're Metallica and it was a little chilly and the wind was blowing in your direction and we're Metallica. <laughs> And that's just how that is. <laughs> I can re when we went to their concert, I think it was kind of loud, too. Now that I, when I read this story, I'm like, I think they are loud. I think that's just what they do is how they play. And, yes. But it was good. It wasn't a loud, like, my ears weren't hurting, I don't remember. I remember you at Metallica. You remember me there? I remember I was looking there. cool. Remember my hair? Remember I Remember had rocker I, hair? Did you come out on stage with us? No, of course no. I didn't. <laughs> no. Well, I didn't. I do I remember you. I invited on stage, but I was there, so that was good. Well, I wasn't invited either. I just forced myself <laughs> up there. They didn't want me up there. <laughs>
<laughs> How could they not want you up there? Uh, I got out this weekend and I did a little hiking. I want to bring that up because uh, it was all good until I went back to my truck. Also give you the details on how you can get up on stage with Nickelback, which is a way cool promotion if you're not familiar with it. All that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. All right, let me find my information so I don't screw this up for y'all. Hey, thanks for uh, being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. Nelson will be back tomorrow. He is driving the rest of his possessions, his two children, and his vehicle, which I cannot wait to see what that is, uh, here to Sacramento. I've seen it on the stories. It actually looks pretty nice. Better than the 93 Ford Explorer? You can't beat that. Oh, yes. Way better. I just hope he doesn't tear it up. The 93 Ford Explorer is memory lane on four wheels. (laughs) That's badass. (laughs) Not after he done crunch it all up. So we're lucky enough to have our uh, midday rock star here at 98 Rock helping us out, Mickey. So thank you very much. Mickey, I know you're you're very well concentrating on buttons and stuff. I, and I've <laughs> been royally messing up, and I apologize. No, no, no. I told. Me. What did I tell you before the show? This is <laughs> this is what's great about our industry is we are the only industry that embraces the mess up. Well, at least you know it's real and it's not IG or AG AI AI AI. Well, look, mess. I mean, let's keep it to a bare minimum. But I mean, <laughs> I don't mind every once in a while a little mess up. It's fine. It's it's fine. Uh, so here's something very, very cool. If you have not heard, we, 98 Rock, uh, we're, we're giving you a chance to sing, uh, sing on stage with Nickelback. So they'll be at the Toyota Amphitheater July 8th. It, like, I don't care if you like Nickelback or not. You get up on stage in front of 15 plus thousand people. And sing. And, and just, I mean, imagine the pictures. And this right? And especially if you're an artist, even if you're not, like I was going to say, Sacramento's full of people who would really be should be jumping on this. Yeah, and if if I have to get up there and sing, I would because people would be like, "That girl was awesome at Nickelback." It would be like uh, the movie Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg, and the guy oh. and the guy at the end. Do you know who the guy at the end is that gets up and uh, replaces? It's, well, it's actually a famous artist, isn't it? It is. That's what I don't remember, but I remember that scene. I just don't remember who that guy was. It's Miles Kennedy. Ah. Ah, okay, Walter okay. Bridge. Thank you. Uh, and so Mark Wahlberg pulls Miles up, and he sings just like when they had Mark Wahlberg come up, and he just crushes, you know, Steel Dragon. Right? Is that the name of the band? I think it was. Yeah. So maybe if you're a local artist and you win this contest by going to krxq.net, krxq.net. That's our website. Uh, you can get up there and show Chad Kruger up. Absolutely. You get up there and sing Rockstar better. But here's what you have to do. You got to submit a 30-second audio or video file of your uh, of yourself performing Rockstar. Simple stuff. Get your phone. Yeah, Rockstar. That kind of thing. And then uh, go to the website. And I demonstrated just how easy it is to do. Super easy. Super quick. Yeah, you just want to do that better. Just 30 Look, at this point, you may not even have to be all that much better than what I did. <laughs> just get your video in there. You can win. Touche. That's actually a really good point. Nicely done. <laughs> You are you are accurate on that. Uh, so this weekend, you know, I'm still doing, you know, poking around town and I'm trying to like split my time uh, of doing stuff around the house and getting out, enjoying the city because there's so many cool things to do here. And, you know, when you just move to a, a place like I just moved here to Sacramento, I, like you want to go and do everything. But I've always been that guy to get my homework done first before I go out and play. So I got all these boxes at my house and I want to mm-hmm. put this together, put this together. But, you know, I've got my daughter and my wife at the house, and she doesn't want to just sit around and unpack boxes, so we got to go do stuff. Absolutely. Which is good. I mean, it's, I need that. 
So this weekend, uh, we decided, actually yesterday, we decided to go hiking in Auburn at the place that you and Mia went to. Yes. Which is called the Western... I have no idea what it's called. What's it called, Mickey? I don't know. I was only there once, but it's gorgeous. Oh. Because the name I got, it starts with like a C. It's C something. And no, I never no. They have many right. places, though, and there's waterfalls and stuff. So. Western States Trail. Ah. Western See, States Trail. The name we called it. It was crazy because 20 minutes from my... Again, I know you've lived here forever listening right now, and you're like, tell me something I don't know. <laughs> Just bear with me, okay? Just work with me here. 20 minutes from my house in Roseville, I'm in the mountains. Now, they're not like, you know... Back in Georgia mountains, totally different mountain. Now, those mountains are great. Don't get me wrong. But this is a different, to- totally different landscape. Really beautiful stuff. Then you got the rapids. You got the water. Mm-hmm. And you the got river. the hiking trail. And you got dogs. And you got people. You got horses, people, uh, park ranger people on horses. This is, everything was amazing. So we, we get up there, and I'm trying to figure out where to park. And I see people park at the ranger station. I see people parked on the side of the road there. I see people parked on the side of the road here. So I decided to park on the side of the road here and I park in front of a sign. I saw the sign, but everybody's parked there and the sign says, <laughs> sign says no parking. <laughs> but then on top of the sign, it says only parallel parking. I thought that they contradicted each other. I thought they like canceled each other out. You know, like it says no parking and then it says no parallel or only, only parallel parking. And there is something else in the sign that I don't remember. And we were right by the one of the entrances to the trails. Okay. Get out of my truck. We're all very excited. We we over-hiked. Y'all brought too much stuff. Yeah. I told you you didn't eat anything but some water. Oh, we got hiking. What did you bring? <laughs> Are you about to tell us? He has a survival kit and all kind of stuff. Oh. I, so I had, I we, we have hiking backpacks <laughs> from, I mean, we didn't go out and buy them for this trip, but we have them. <laughs> you know, it has a little water that comes to the hose. Oh, my. You know, the little yes, camel pack exactly thing? Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. So uh, it was already stacked with stuff from my last <laughs> hike, hike <laughs> which had been a minute. So I had, like, bear spray in there. I had first aid kits. I had uh, toilet paper, like uh, like travel to. <laughs> I mean, I, if we were to get stuck out, don't laugh because we got a story coming up. Those four kids in the Amazon. You know, I know. That could have happened. So, uh, so we got, you know, we got our little backpacks. We got plenty of water. We got sunscreen on. And we get up, and before we get to this long bridge to go over there, these two voluntary, you know, park ranger people, very nice people, extremely nice people. I thought they wanted a donation, but no, they just wanted to say hi. I was like, well, how do you get to the waterfall? They're like a mile up. I was like, cool, let's get to the waterfall. She's like, but it's not really, it's probably trickling down because we haven't had much rain lately. I said, that's fine. We'll just see whatever it is. So we get up there, see the waterfall. It's kind of a mini waterfall. It's not like a big waterfall. It's like a little mini waterfall, but that's what you wanted to go see. No, the I'm telling you, you couldn't have been in the same spot we were in because the waterfall that we were hiking to, that thing was falling down like psh, like something you'll see in a movie. I thought you never got to see it because Mia got tired. We didn't get to see it up close, but we drove, because I told you, we drove up the thing, then down the thing. So when we were going over, we can see the waterfall from the road. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, we could see the waterfall from the road. So we were trying to hike to it so that we could see it like face to face, not looking down at it. My waterfall was not that big. It yeah. was trickly. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It had good. Wa- that- <laughs> it had good waterfall. <laughs> okay. But it, I, there were like people and their dogs playing under the waterfall. Yeah. Oh. No. Not the same one. Mm-mm, no. Not the same one. All right. Well, that's that's what I got. Well, it's fine. I got I got the mini waterfall. You got something. Uh, and we did, you know, we did like a mile and a half. We did like three miles total. Okay, that's a good walk. 
Then when we got back, we went down, we hiked down, and we went down to the to the water. To went, the river? To the Yeah, river. Did you go down where it, w- it was just the rocks that you had to almost, like, climb down to yes. get to the bottom? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Was that not scary? No. I almost fell. Oh, no. I was terrified. Yeah, again, I, I don't think die. we're going to say this was a pretty easy walk. Yeah, oh, you're no. talking about a guy with military backpacks on, so. No, no, no. This, oh. is, this is stuff I get at Walmart. I got, these, are, uh-huh. these are Walmart hikers. This is the discount stuff. No, it was kind of like a beach, and people had their dogs out there. They said don't get in the water because it's too cold, and it'll shock you. The water was cold, and the currents are still too high. They That's don't want what they you said in too. any yeah. of those rivers. Yeah. People are getting swept up left and right. So here's what I, uh, here's what I learned. And maybe I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. For some reason, and again, I've been here for three months now, and I have yet to meet a not nice person. Aww. I re- that is the God's honest truth. I am not kissing your ass, not trying to win you over. That is the God's honest truth. I have yet, if anything, I'm meeting people that are too nice. Uh-oh. Where it's like a little annoying. <laughs> right? So I don't understand why people don't wave on the roads here. I, I, maybe it's a Southern thing. I have no do idea. Do you wave when you drive? All the time. Oh. And I still do it today. I think it's healthy. I think, it, you know, it's it's good. It makes people smile. And I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. You hold a door open for somebody, you say thank you, right? If somebody allows you to cross the street in front of them, even if they don't allow you, maybe you're just walking, right? You still say, hey, thanks. Appreciate you stopping and not running your vehicle into me. I do that. I do that. Like if someone needs to cut over and I wave, we wave at each other. Like yes, please come over. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I'm just talking about anyway. Okay. I, I've not yet had one wave in the car. Oh. And it drives me insane, especially in my neighborhood. Like that's when you really get your wave on. I figured in the neighborhood it would be, especially where you live. Well, you know, I, no? I'm just waving to everybody. I was just <laughs> telling the story of the pod guy, you know. And I thought, anyway, so what I've learned is no one waves on the roads. But you go hiking and you on a trail, everybody waves. Everybody waves. Everybody says hi. Everybody says hi. They stop down. We had this uh, mother-daughter hiking team that you could tell pretty much lived in these woods. And uh, the mother was trailing just, a, no pun intended, trailing just a little bit from the daughter. The daughter didn't care. She just kept going because gra- mother knew the trail. She knew what was going on. So she stops us and starts talking. I think to catch a breath. Mm-hmm. And she's like a part-time park ranger lady. Oh. And then she started hiking with us. And just left the kids? Well, no, her, her daughter. <laughs> no, like when I say her daughter, her daughter's like in her 40s. Oh, okay. I was like, she. This lady was like in her late 60s. But oh in great my. shape. <laughs> great shape. And then I see the people that are running. Dude, I want to be you. There were people running. Like, that's their jog. There's some pretty fit people here in the 916. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Rach and I are looking at each other and go, we envy you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you who I envy. When I was out there, there was a guy out there with some jeans, a flannel shirt on, and some cowboy boots. Oh. And that's what he was hiking in. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, you, you can tell a lot about, <laughs> like, you can tell a lot about somebody by what they're wearing on the trail, right? Right. It, I'm out here with my little uh, spandex on and my shoot. tennis shoes and my little shirt thinking I'm working out. I'm like, oh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> right. There there were there were some people, like there were the three, you know, probably in their 20s. And they, they look like they were going to the mall. Right? Yeah. They, they, and they're just hanging out and having a good time. And then you look at us and you're like, we over height. <laughs> yeah. You, you guys definitely over height. So people are looking at us going, oh, they're new. 
Exactly. They're like, they're, they're tourists. New. They know. We know. <laughs> they're, they, they, they're new. Because most of the people that were there, it looks like they go on a, almost a daily or a weekly basis. basis. And you're right. They just had, they got a little water jug and they're just putzing along. That's it. The, the mall kids, you look at them and go, oh, they're new. They, <laughs> they're, they're new. They, they, <laughs> they didn't know what to expect. But, but you have people that have the shoes that are already dirty, a mm-hmm. little beat up. Just one water jug, and you're like, God, they're, they're regulars. They're good. They know what's going on. That's the same thing I was thinking. The only regret I had was I just needed one more bottle of water, and I would have been a professional. I thought if you wanted a side hustle is you get a lot of snacks, and you go halfway on the trail and sell them for like four times what you paid for them. <laughs> I thought that like a little snack stop. I would have definitely bought some water. You, you call it, you know, Sir, Mick, Sir Trail Mix a lot. Oh, my. <laughs> Gosh, oh my gosh. I just sell trail mix. Did you take trail mix with you? I did. Oh I, you my have to. Gosh. Rich goes, what do you want as a snack? <laughs> Dude, we had peanut butter and jelly. We had chips. We had like a we had a picnic on the rocks. Oh, so I thought I said, did y'all just go down and have a yeah. picnic since y'all had all that stuff? Yeah, we were because we we're about to leave. And we're like, well, let's have, let's eat some food. Let's make the best out of it. So, you know, we pulled out peanut peanut butter and jellies. We had you know, we had chips, we had, you know, little bevitas, we had little snacks, <laughs> we had the whole, we had the whole, it, it, and it's funny, the older you get, the more careful you get, I think, is because all as I could think of, and there's a sad, actually, story over the weekend from, uh, in San Diego County at uh, Three Sisters Falls in the Cleveland National Forest, there's a saw that story. young lady that fell off a cliff and, and, and passed, mm-hmm. and you see these stories and hear about these stories all the time. Right. And so as we're walking, you know, a lot of times the trail was, was, was good size. You didn't have to worry about anything. But then there are other times where the trail got really skinny got and narrow. Real thin. You know, and I'm sitting there, guys, be careful. I need everybody back against the wall. <laughs> 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 The last thing in the world I want to do is fall down this some bitch. I'm not falling down this. I'm not going to be one of these stories. You get really worried about that stuff. So then you saw directing traffic. I did. Well, I can see you totally doing that. I did. I was like grabbing hands and pulling. <laughs> you know, there was like a little you know divot there, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to help you. Ariel's looking at me. Go. What are you doing? I can jump. I'm fine. This is, this is, <laughs> you're overreacting. Stop it. I was like, I know. That's just how I am. That's Relax. But it was pretty cool. So here, uh, I get back to the truck, mm-hmm. and I get a ticket on my truck. Because you parked in the wrong spot. I guess. It was a $71 ticket, and I think some change. Ooh, that's a lot. Oh. Yeah, isn't that hefty? That's a lot. But I'm thinking, didn't you get a ticket the last time you tried to go hiking down somewhere? It was like the ocean or something, you got a ticket? Or, Did I? Didn't you? Did I? No, he didn't get a ticket. He just oh. had an experience with oh. parking, and he got jobbed out of the Uber. Oh. I don't know what you guys are talking but about. But this time, when you guys it, went to see the trees and you had to pay that Uber driver like $40 oh, the redwood. to take oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I do have some. <laughs> you yes. seem to have the best experiences when you're trying to be all nature-like. Oh, well, that, I, I forgot about that one. This is the third lesson. This is my third <laughs> California lesson. I learned, I learned my, my gas lesson with PG&E yep. with a ridiculous bill because I oopsie-daisied on me. Totally my fault. The Redwoods thing, didn't buy a ticket. Totally my fault. Yep. Right? I'll admit it. I, 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 I deserve it. And then this one, I'm going, this isn't my fault. I go, I know there's a sign that says no parking, but everybody's parking here. And it's a Sunday. Like, <laughs> I kind of thought it was like one of those right. weekday it's things. It's weekend. It's fine. And it says only parallel parking. So they offset each other. Mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe they messed up and they haven't removed that part of the sign. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know what's going through their heads. So as I'm leaving... You know, I look at the ticket on the back of the That's ticket. It steep. says you can call or something. I was like, yeah, I'll fight it, and I'm sure I'll win. 
So as I, I, I drive up the, the mountain a little bit where there's public parking, like literally two minutes up the road, I see a police officer. So I pull off in front of the police officer. I get out of my truck and I walk back towards the police officer. And I said, hello, sir. How are you doing? I said, uh, my name's Jason Bailey. I just got done hiking with my family and I got a ticket on my truck. And I, I can you explain to me why I have a $71 ticket? And he laughs and he says, it's not for me. Hmm. I said, are you not giving out tickets? I thought I saw you giving out tickets. He goes, I'm giving out tickets. My tickets are $41. The state, uh, the park rangers, they give out the $71 tickets. Oh, Oh, I just learned something new and I've lived here my whole life. I said, what are you talking about? Why do you have two different people giving out tickets? Like, do you want people to come out here or not? So where did he say you should park at? So here's the deal. Again, my fault. (laughs) There was an arrow pointing no parking. So you can park... If I were the car in front of me or anywhere in front of that, I would have been fine. Oh. I was a car off. Oh, my. Where I was at was for emergency vehicles because it was close to the entrance. Uh, they dinged you Got on a technicality you. like that? It's, it's my Are fault. Are your plates California plates? Not yet. Nope. No. See, I knew it. So you think they would have let me go if they were California plates? I think they knew that you wouldn't know. Oh, I'm just mad for you now. But I do have specialized plates. It says, screw you, pig. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I would never. I backed the blow. I'm just kidding. I was just kidding. So I said to him, I go, I go, look, man, I just moved here. I didn't know. I messed up. Just a dumb idiot from Georgia. It's like, uh, you think if I fight this, I'd win? No. This guy said no. This guy gives me this look. He pauses. Just pay the seventy-one dollars, man. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Don't even waste your he goes, time. He goes, here's what happens. He goes, it's held up. And while it's being held up, they put a lien against your registration. Dang. And you can't do anything until they decide to act on whatever you want to do. Yeah, just pay the little $71. Just pay the $71. So it was a very expensive hike. Well, you know next time. So I feel like I donated to the California Forestry Department. You definitely (laughs) did. You definitely did. I think I did. Now, I was prepared. Overhiked is what I call it, right? These kids in the Amazon. I don't know if you guys heard this story about these kids. Mm-mm. 40 Mm-mm. days in the Amazon. How did they survive? The story's absolutely amazing. I can relate because of how I pack when I go hiking. <laughs> you cannot relate. These are my fellow survivalists. Please. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll tell you uh, what they did to survive here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. I think that's a new style for guys. What? Saw uh, our buddy Complex walking around. Not that he's the fashionista of what today is, but uh, Hawaiian shirts. No, Complex is very much so a fashionista. Oh, he is? Like, he has a very nice wardrobe. More, very than, nice. more than me. Better than me. Yeah, he's 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 up on a You can take a lesson platform. from Complex. I can? Mm-hmm. Well, because he wears extra short pants with no socks? No, no. That's, that's part of that fashion part of- and style today that yeah. men are, are wearing. Yeah. They are wearing capris. That's ridiculous. They're nice. You know, that's absurd. Tennis shoes and things. That's dumb. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the uh, Hawaiian shirts are mm-hmm. back in. That's that's the, that's a thing. They are. And I'm a I'm a, I like Hawaiian shirts. I haven't seen you wear one in a while. Oh, I I, I haven't because Why? I didn't know they were back in. Okay, pull yours out then. Yeah, well, no, I almost I went to a little shopping this weekend and I saw oh. a couple. Got my eye on a couple of them. Okay. I couldn't go balls to the wall uh, flowers, so I got these like little linen, you know, kind of beachy shirts. That's and linen is in. This is linen season, so that works. Linen well. is in. Linen is in during this season, yes. So I'm kind of fashionista. I can't today. stand to see people wear it in the wintertime. Oh, my nuts. God. Tell me about it. 
It does. <laughs> I am not wearing it in the winter. I'm like, get yourself no. together. Oh, those eyes. If they could only see rice right now. <laughs> I'm serious. No linen for me in the winter. No, don't wear it, because I'll no. talk about you. Uh, it's, you. Every right you do have. Mm-hmm. That's Yoda. <laughs> Yoda. You love this story, don't you? This Amazon. I do. I know. You I, keep I'm sending into it to the me. jungle bad. Uh, you're into the jungle. I'm bed. into the jungle, you know, and I'm into space and aliens and stuff. Nikki D's into the jungle. She's into space and aliens and stuff. <laughs> well, I didn't know about jungle. Uh, either did I. <laughs> I knew about space. You know how many times she sent me this story? <laughs> like I miss it. Like I didn't see it. Because he's not talking about it. We need to talk about it. I know. So she keeps forcing me. <laughs> it is a very interesting story. I, I, you're right. I just haven't had time. It is a very interesting story uh, because it's a happy ending. Right? Absolutely. And, you know, it's good to see uh, stories of the happy ending. So these four kids, they were in a plane crash. Mm-hmm. There was also their mother in this plane and the and the pilot. The pilot dies. The mother eventually dies. From what I read, she was alive for a minute when the plane crashed. It was three adults. It was, uh, no, there was a third one. There was a third person, yes, that was in that plane as well. Who? It doesn't say if he was the father or if he was like a co-pilot, but it was three adults in the plane. They all died. All three of them died. And only the kids survived. Only the kids, the youngest being 11 months old. 11 months old. The oldest being 13 years old. Yes. This is crazy. Uh, and this is in the Amazon. The Amazon jungle. Not The jungle. Not like, like... Like the real jungle jungle. Yeah, not like Amazon, like they didn't crash into a warehouse. No. Like it's panthers out there and jaguars and monkeys. And 57 kind there. of bugs that can poison Ooh. you. Yeah, because that's the first thing I think of in the Amazon. I think of jaguars and panthers. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't think of crocodiles or anything like that. I think of panthers and jaguars. Snakes. <laughs> uh, so these kids, they ate three kilograms, which is about six pa- pounds, of farina, a coarse cassava flour commonly used by the indigenous tribes in the region. Now, they said these, you're like, well, how the hell did they know to do that? So these kids come from an, uh, like, their ethnicity has some of the indigenous people in them. Right. So, I think I'm saying that right. So they're saying that they basically kind of learned this from birth. Like they right. instinctively yep. knew how to survive in the jungle. So Isn't the question is, is what is cassava? <gasps> is this right here? What is it? So. Well, this, that's, a, that's a flower. That's pretty. Right. But this part in the middle here, you can eat this. And it's sweet. And it really? actually tastes really good because I, I used to eat these when I was a kid, too. Now, I, I didn't. Well, the, them. When you were in the when you got lost in the Amazon? I <laughs> didn't get lost in the Amazon, unfortunately, even though I did get you lost in the woods You ordered them from once. Amazon. No, <laughs> there wasn't an Amazon when I was little. But I did get lost in the woods once. But no, I, I don't know how we knew as kids we can eat it. But somebody ate it and showed it to me to eat it. And that's why I know what it tastes like. Uh, and what's farina? I don't know what farina is. Says the children ate three kilograms, which is six pounds. How do you spell it? F A R I N A, farina. A farina. But then it says a coarse cassava flour. Might be the same thing. But anyway, these kids were out there for how long? Like 40 days? 40 days. They survived out there on their own, figuring it out with a baby. With a baby. Yeah. Yeah. I can't survive sometimes with a baby for a couple of days. (laughs) Yeah. 13. 40? The. 13 is the oldest. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's a boy and what's a girl because they're names, but 13, 9, 4, and then the kid, the infant. Absolutely. And and they don't, they don't look as beat up as they should for having been in the jungle for 40 days. They actually did not look that bad on the pictures they posted of them. 
I was very shocked and very surprised. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if the two older ones knew exactly what to do when it came to the babies. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. They had everything down packed. They're not sure, like... What if we find out they went to a resort? No way they weren't at a resort. There was, like, some secret resort. <laughs> in the oh, Am- I mean, the plane crashed, but they were like, oh, look, there's a sandals. No, no, no. They said that they don't have the they don't they don't have all the details yet to exactly all the things they did, but they did drop food down to them. Like because they knew vastly the area they could be in. So they had helicopters fly over and like drop food and stuff down. That's so it's not clear if they actually got that food. Oh, so they were like, Well, let's hope they find it. Right. Like in um Hunger Games. You know how out there, they're in the woods and they drop that food down? Yeah. Have you seen it? Why are you I, laughing? No, I'm, go ahead. You're, it's just like Hunger Games. Yeah. Cause, I mean, that's what well, they that math I'm, laugh- yeah. I, I'm following along with you, yeah. Nicky I'm laughing because you're so serious right now. <laughs> because, you know, I love the jungle stuff. It, it's just like when you get on to something that you really, like, <laughs> the jokes don't come into play. No. We're just hell-bent. We're just focused on Amazon jungle, Jaguars. <laughs> And food and kids and, and surviving. <laughs> because this is fascinating. Stuff so not me. just the food. They knew what to avoid. Right. Like stuff that would kill them yep. and poison. Probably and- knew how to sleep at night, up, maybe up in a certain tree. And then after that, what kind of salve to put on to prevent from what? Like, and they probably how did it they all. get in the tree with the baby? <laughs> they put make a little uh, knapsack. See, they, they knew papoose. all the stuff. They knew all the things. I can't wait to hear more about Why don't story. you try out for like naked and afraid or something? See, I try out for afraid. I'm not going to be naked. You already know I have a, a, a cutoff with things I'm not going to do. I'm not going to roll around on mouse traps halfway naked. I'm not going out in the jungle and be naked. I'm not doing that. But I would like to go on Survivor. Okay, would you like to explain to the audience the first comment was a shot to me? It was. Okay, just to let everybody know they're not familiar <laughs> with the mousetrap floor, floor when of hell. When I first started working with Jason Bailey, they had this game that they had uh, – going on the show to support the Braves, if they lost a certain amount of games, they would all put mousetraps down on the floor, take their clothes off, only have on just boxers if you're a man. The woman on our show just wore her bra and her uh, underwear, and they rolled around on mousetraps. The interns did it too. Everybody that was a part of that show rolled around on those mousetraps, with the exception of me. I refused. The good bit. Oh, I refuse. Not in California, but okay, okay. <laughs> Why Talk not? about calling HR. Why not in California? Uh-uh. Oh, please. <laughs> watch. Then we get up bleeding. Watch me. <laughs> watch no me. And being half naked. No and way. And then bleeding. Yeah, it's all good. It's just how it works. Yeah, but I would like to be on Survivor. So if somehow, because I know you be, you have friends with CBS. You haven't got me on Big Brother yet, but Survivor, in either one of those I would do. Is that even on still? Survivor? Yeah. Absolutely. Why don't we do Survivor Nelson's Neighborhood? I can survive there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can survive N- there. Nelson finds himself naked and afraid in his neighborhood he trying to survive. Does that. <laughs> that is accurate. All right. Third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what mascot was punched out and how reading lips saved a woman's life. All right. Get your third round of headlines here in just a minute. Thanks for being here. It's the BS on Any Rock. <laughs> Okay there, Nikki D. Third round of headlines. You ready? Conor McGregor left the Heat's mascot seeing stars. H5. 
Unless you're like the Golden Knights mascot. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell he wears, but I'm assuming it's a metal helmet. I wouldn't have professional fighters punching me in the face if I was a mascot. Doesn't seem like the brightest thing in the world. UFC star Conor McGregor sent the Miami Heat's mascot, old Bernie, to the emergency room. Wow. If you watch this video wow. clip, the oh. first punch, he he punches him twice, and it's supposed to be um for promoting a pain <laughs> relief spray that he's an ambassador of. He walks up to the mascot, and that first punch, he hits him so hard, I feel it. Like, deep down in my shanana, guy goes down. <laughs> Then he punches him again while he's down on the ground. The mascot ended up having to be taken to the emergency room and get some pain medication. He's okay. He's able to return back to the next game and keep going. But I would have never agreed to that. No, it's no. Do you think it's fake? Yeah. He hit him so hard. How did they fake that? Have you ever seen the mascot heads? I mean, have you ever like, I mean, they're they're pretty sturdy. You can yeah, but they're not they're not helmets. Yeah, like it, you could feel through them. No, it's uh, no, it's no, it, it's 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 not real. Okay. Now, now, if the guy got hurt, the only thing I would say is if he really got hurt, it was because when he fell and how hard he hit his head against the 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 wood floor. He fell hard. Yeah, he fell like hard. He hit him very hard. But him hitting him, eh, no. So you think his head injury was <clears> only from the fall? If it's even if that's even a thing, I mean, like like th- these sports organizations, they 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 do all these gimmicks all the time. Like they'll oh they're going to propose and oh no they're not going to oh my god she said no and it makes news and it makes ESPN and makes Sports Center. That's that's part of it and it's fine. It's funny the people that believe it and I have no problem with it because you have to do something right to get attention to get people talking. Get pe- now because I believe whoever came up with this idea. Now look, I neither can confirm or deny, but I think it's it's fake. It's 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 a work. Uh whoever came up with this idea is brilliant because it has not been done before. And when you can find something that has not well, like this, it has not been right. done before. Mascot gets hit by one of the most dangerous fighters ever if to go ever. into the octagon, and then he has to not only gets knocked out, but he goes to the hospital. That's a great storyline. Especially if you want to have Conor McGregor back and he goes and he hits the mascot and maybe the mascot puts steel in there next time and he pulls it out and Conor McGregor pretends like his hands broke. But if, I mean, there's like so much you can do. Oh, but would Conor McGregor go along with something like that? To promote his, okay. what was it, butt spray? What was it? Pain spray. <laughs> Pain spray. Pain to, spray. Conor McGregor is a publicity whore. And again, nothing wrong with that. He'll do anything to promote whatever he's selling. Then why won't he talk about this? Because nobody can reach him for comments. He won't say anything about it. Because he doesn't care. He got what he got, and he's out. He's not going to sit there and continue to talk about this. Okay, I thought he had to hype it up or something. Again, (laughs) again, my two cents. But I'm, like, um, skeptic on a lot of stuff. So, anyway, next one. (sighs) Quick thinking saved a woman's life. Age six. The woman, now in the driver's seat at the window, didn't give up. She voiced our mouth to the employee to help her. Now, that audio that I pulled was from another story. So apparently the help me's are happening everywhere. And I didn't know that. So I went down a rabbit hole today. I do that from time to time. Oh, But in this particular story, there was a cop sitting and she noticed that this lady ran a red light. So she got in behind her, pulled her over. And it was her and a guy in the car. She's talking to him. And when the guy's distracted, the woman mouths to the cop, help me. Yeah. So she asked the male to step out of the car <laughs> And she goes and puts him in her patrol car, 
goes back and speaks to the woman and finds out that he's holding her at gunpoint. He's already shot somebody else. It doesn't say whether or not that person is dead or if he killed him. While she's talking to her, the bolo comes on her speaker that says the police are already looking for this guy. And now she's being held a hero, even though she's a cop. But I'm surprised that he didn't try to run. Or, yeah, that that's was what my I'm first saying. Thing. Or he, he wasn't didn't. dangerous. Or I mean, I'm, I'm sure in his head he's like, shut up or I'm going to kill you. You know, just just play it cool. Play it cool. And then she pulls that. But then when he says, all right, sir, can you get out of the car? I mean, it's game over. Well, see, I'm thinking that he thought the girl would still be so scared that she'll still play along and the cop will let him back out. What, what is it uh, with the human trafficking, right, with uh, there's a sign. There's like a universal sign. Remember we talked about this a long time ago. Oh, we did. What was the sign? There's like some universal sign that you're supposed to give, especially for children, for kids, to let authorities know, you know, like pineapples for swingers and there's a sign for human trafficking. Dang it, dang it, dang it. I'm trying no, to look it nothing. up. Yeah, I don't know any. What, and I remember that. There is a sign. This is saying it's five fingers, but it wasn't five fingers. It was something else. It is something with your fingers that you are supposed to do right. if you're trying to ask for help. Right. Oh, wait. I think this is it right here. There was an article on it because it, it somebody- Is this. So you put your four fingers down and your thumb out like this. So kind of like a fist with your thumb out. Right. And that's telling you that you're being human trafficked and you need help. Right. And, yep. and I think the story, if memory, again, this is- this is a story from years ago, but the, the story was like that whoever it was, they had their hand behind their back and they were being escorted through like a public place and somebody saw and knew that. Do, that does hand, this make sense? Is, yes. Ma- this was all we discussed this. I feel I feel like we talked to somebody about it, too. Right. And then the hand was behind the back and mm-hmm. then somebody picked up on it. And that's how they knew. That's how they knew. Right. I've always said that there was a young lady at the gas station who I feel was being sex trafficked, right? Because they pulled up in this nice, like, expensive Porsche, and the guy gets out, and the girl in the passenger side looks like she's somebody throwed away. She doesn't look like she belonged in a Porsche. So when the guy got in the store, I went over to the car, and I said, do you need help? And she looked at me. Like, bitch, get away from my Porsche. Look, no. She looked at me like her eyes was like, yeah, but she, t- she told me no. And I'm like, look, don't be scared. He's in the store. Just tell me you need help, and I'll, I'll get you out of here. I'll help you. <laughs> and she kept telling me no, but I, I, I promise. You are the biggest freaking hypocrite. You will say, don't get involved, but yet you're rolling up to somebody at a gas station in a Porsche that you don't know trying to help them. That's a good because thing, by the I way. Because I felt like she was being trafficked. Look. If I feel like something's wrong and I need to inbut in myself, so somebody's stealing something at the store. Nah, that's, that ain't my stuff. That's not. That's, a, that's not my stuff. That's not your girl. That's this not your is Porsche. Really different. I feel you, Nikki D. I did the same thing. This is a human person. Yep. There was some little kids one time. I thought this man might be trafficking, <laughs> but I couldn't talk to them. But I kept my eye on. Why couldn't you talk to him? Because they were really little and he wasn't like letting them be by themselves. Because so they thought followed- you were creepy. No, I just followed him around a little bit and observed. There was a uh, a video a couple years ago where this woman who was being abused by this man, and, and there's vi- there's video of this. Like, you Google this, find the story, there, there's a whole video of this. And she goes into the emergency, he takes her into the emergency room. Mm-hmm. And she, they ask, you know, you fill out information. Right. Uh, and, you know, you go into, like, like anybody that works in the ER will tell you, you, you kind of know. Right. You just kind of have a feeling. Um, I don't know what the procedure is. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what you're supposed to do. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe if we have a lot of times they'll ask the male to step out and say they have to do some type of exam on the woman. He can't be in there. And then they'll question them when they're by themselves. So this woman, when she was filling out the information, mm-hmm. she puts on there, help me. 
You know what? That was a Lifetime movie, too. But it was a Lifetime movie about a true story, and the man was the woman's father. Oh. He had been keeping her hostage in the basement of their home since she turned 18. And they didn't. she didn't get out of there and escape until she was uh, in her 30s, and she had had four children by him. Damn. True story. I bet you, who, like, if you're in the ER and you save somebody like that, I bet you've got, like, good karma, good juju for the rest oh, of your life. Oh, absolutely. I'd buy lottery tickets. I'd, I'd go out and max out my credit cards knowing that something good's about to happen to me. That's why I'm always Trying to find open. somebody that's kidnapped. No, I'm not trying to find nobody that's kidnapped, but I just feel like I'm going to find somebody one day that's kidnapped. You, you just, just got an eye for it. It's in <laughs> You got an instinct there. for it's it. It's in there. I'll be knowing it. <laughs> She's got a good eye for it, Mickey. She hasn't found one yet, but she's asked like 25 people. I've asked one person, but I, my eye has been on several people. The, the, the odds are, if she keeps yeah. asking, probability, she's going to find one. Somebody will need help. I, I we were re- in the human trafficking capital. I had to keep my That's eyes facts, open. Yeah. yeah. I had to. Yeah. I felt like it was my duty. They've got signs in uh, in the Atlanta airport all over. Yes. Human trafficking um, that's what R. Kelly was doing, wasn't he? R. Kelly was was doing something similar. He was holding women hostage in his house, though. And Sandy Spring, <laughs> right? <laughs> in a, Unfortunately, in a, in a single family home in, in like a okay neighborhood. He was in a, a good neighborhood, actually. It was okay, but I mean, it wasn't like a neighborhood you'd think he'd live in. Yeah, it was like one of those old IBM neighborhoods, right? <laughs> uh, there are some phrases. And some of them I guarantee you listen and use all the time that the internet is trying to retire. Usually, like with these phrases, it's the younger generation that wants to put the the next yeah the kibosh on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the younger generation hasn't come up with any phrases that will stand the test of time. No, that's why I keep all my stuff going. I'm vintage. Vintage, vintage phrases. So (laughs) I'll rattle off a few of these here. If there are some phrases that you dislike, that you wish would be gone forever, maybe your significant other uses it all the time. Usually, like in a relationship, one person says something all the time Mm -hmm. that drives you nuts, but you never tell the other person what it is. Because if they're gone, it's like one of those It's idiosyncrasies, right? It's like one of those things... That like when you don't hear it, you miss it. Yes. But when they say it all the time, you're like, it gets on your nerves. Shut up. (laughs) Yes, you're right. Yeah. We'll see if anybody admit those. 916-909-0985. If you got some of those, you can get those in. We'll talk to you here in a minute. We'll go through some of these phrases as well. Thanks for listening. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for being here. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. Nelson back tomorrow. He's driving his uh, stuff and his kids in a U-Haul in a vehicle. Do we know what kind of vehicle he's pulling? He has a Dodge like truck thing. Dodge truck thing. What is yeah. he going to do with the uh, Captain Crunch or whatever he calls it? He first has to fix it and then he has to give it back to his cousin. Oh, because he hasn't told his cousin. He hasn't told her that it. he broke it. We need to get her. Can you get her number? I don't have it. Oh, I know, but can man, you, get you are her? a troublemaker. Yeah, see if you can get her. See if we can get her on the air. Oh, okay. Yeah. He didn't want her on, but I'll see if he'll give it to me. He probably won't, but I'll ask him. I know. That's. I think she deserves to know. <laughs> <laughs> I think he doesn't want her to know so after he fixes it. Yeah, but he's not taking it anywhere to fix it. He's going. He's he's doing it himself, and he's just pulling parts from different junkyards. Yeah, he's patching it up. He's it looks patching, horrible. I know it does. It's like it's like it doesn't even match. Like some of the. <laughs> 
<laughs> She'll never know. Uh, so we've been lucky enough to have our midday rock star here in Rock to help us out. Mickey, thank you so much. You're doing a fantastic job. You're very kind. Thank, thank you, you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Dave and Sack, how are you doing, my friend? Well, hello, Bailey. Um, first of all, I just want to say I'm so glad that you guys are having a good time in Sacramento because California is incredible. Have you lived here your whole life? Me, no, 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 no. I want to, you want me to tell you the words that uh, kind of irritate me a bit? Yeah, well, let's let's hold on. Let's one <laughs> one step at a time, Dave. We're just sitting there having a nice conversation about Dave, and I asked you if you lived here the whole time. And you said no, but you can't leave me cliffhanged oh, like that. Oh no, I'm sorry. I I, I didn't quite catch that. Yeah, I, I thought I was like like stalling for the actual thing. No, but, no, 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 um, no, no. I've lived in California my entire life. And one of the things that my buddies and I have done numerous times, uh-huh. we went surfing uh-huh. in the morning, uh-huh. drove to Folsom Lake, uh-huh. went water skiing, uh-huh. and then drove to the ski resort, Boreal Ridge, which what? was the first one to have lights what? at night. Went skiing? So we went surfing, water skiing, and snow skiing. Wow. The same day. Wow. That's a lot. That, he's like one of those guys in the movies that are just always surrounded by beautiful babies. Right. You <laughs> know? Fun no, things. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Right? No, I was just, I was more into just sports and having fun with the buddies, but, yeah. you know, the, the chicks did come along. You chicks, know? yeah, I like that. Dave <laughs> called them chicks. <laughs> All right, Dave, uh, we're going we're gonna to discuss this. This was actually on Reddit, which, by the way, side note, for some reason, thousands of of different Reddit communities have disappeared, and nobody knows why. Really? Yeah, I love Reddit. Like, I'm addicted to it. I love... It confuses me. It, it's just... I mean, it's kind <laughs> of like digital radio. You know, it's just people in there giving their opinions and stuff. But, uh, like, all these different things have just disappeared. And I have There's no reason why. Anyway, yeah. so some, some phrases that you'd like to get rid of, you'd like to retire. What don't you like, Dave? Well, the, the, the one word that, that starts it off is whatever. Whatever. Why don't you like Whatever. that, Dave? Whatever. I'll just, you know, years ago, it was just like, you know, you're talking to somebody <laughs> that they don't want to really talk. It's just like, whatever. Right. Gotcha. What's another one? <laughs> the other one is after you say thank you to somebody, yeah. I, I hear I hear no problem. Oh, instead of you're welcome. Instead of whatever, anything else, but oh. no problem. Instead of whatever. You don't like whatever, I, I, hope I, I hope I didn't <laughs> problem. So when somebody says, I know what you're saying with a no problem, like if you, there's a thank you and a no problem, it's like, instead of you're welcome, it's like there, there's an entitlement there. Because you don't want to keep, it's, right? it got so cliche yeah, to say, thank you, you're welcome, thank you, you're welcome. So then people started trying to be cool and be like, oh, no problem. Th- there's nothing wrong with being cliche. A little old school, a little splash well, no, of old I, school. I, I love cliches, right. but uh, those, that, right. certain responses, right. you know, like whatever. I got you, dude. no problem right. really don't help communication. I got it. Dave, <laughs> let me run through some of these. We always okay. appreciate your All phone right. call, you guys sir. have fun and stay happy. Okay, we will, Dave. Thanks, Dave. That's a happy man right there. He is. Dave is great. Likes his chicks. He likes his surfing. He likes his skiing, but he doesn't like his whatever. The customer is always right. Another one of these phrases, according to the internet, should be retired and gotten rid of forever. Uh, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Well, hmm. sometimes customers are not right. Here's the problem. Like we we fell into this this hole. Like the customer used to always be right, which would keep 
the employee on their toes. Even when the customer wasn't right, the idea was that they're right. The problem was the customer overextended they're always right phrase and became dicks. Mm-hmm. And then we got the rebellion of the worker, workers, the workers, and be- now customer service because they're like, "You ain't treating me like that anymore." And then they start fighting the customers. Yep, absolutely. That's the problem. So maybe we should retire that and just say the customer, the customer not, might not always be right. Well, let's try to see their side of it. Absolutely. How about that good. one? I like that one. A little bit better. Let's change the phrases. Yeah. Okay, let's change. Let's, I mean, let's, Spice them up. Let's, let's, oh, no, I'm, I'm telling them you. around. When I, when, no, no, listen. Oh, we're doing it right now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Focus. Okay. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I actually like that phrase. I do too. But that's kind of like no problem when somebody says thank you. No, sorry, not sorry is, is telling you I'm not sorry for whatever I'm doing. So you may want me to be, but I'm not. That's what that means. That's not trying to make But it's kind of smart assy. That's exactly what it exactly is. That's but, what it is. But you're looking to instigate. Are you? Can you hear me? <clears throat> I know that that, that oh. is what that means. <laughs> oh, don't pull my gimmick. I know what that means. What I'm saying is that it, what what happens is is that you, like well maybe that is good for you. You like that stuff. I do. But, but if you're like out there, you're like oh sorry, not sorry. I mean, you're just looking to get in a fight right there. So how would you change that? Uh, look, I understand you're triggered. I get it. I would like to apologize. Uh, I just think that there's more to discuss. That's too long. I know it's so That's long. That's too long. <laughs> so long. <laughs> well, by the time by the Cal- time I get to California's the last, rubbing off on him. He's getting too nice. By the time I get to the last couple words, they're like, "All right, just forget about it." All right. <laughs> <laughs> Money can't buy happiness, which is a total. That's totally false. It's very false. Money buys happiness all the time. All the time. And if you have a bunch of money and you're not happy. Go buy a really good therapist to convince you you're happy. <laughs> I think money relieves a lot of anxiety. Money buys happiness. Period. The end of the story. Anybody that says money can't buy happiness, they're lying. They're yeah. just lying. I mean, they they probably have it. The, the people that say money, that's it. The people that say money can't buy happiness have money. Right. And those are and the they're ones. Upset, they're upset about something silly. Exactly. Like some, they call them rich people problems. Right. Everything happens for a reason. I, I am a very firm believer of everything happens for a reason, so I would never want to change this phrase or get rid of it. I like it, too. It's true. It is cliche. It's cliche. It's overused. But it's still true. It's watered down. <laughs> but it is true. It's true. I agree with you. No way around it. These are uh, phrases that uh, the internet wants to get rid of. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. See, that's one of those vintage sayings that I told you about earlier. That's a grandfather thing. Right. You got to keep the vintage ones around. What does that mean? That means that when... Suck it up, kid. Rub some dirt on it. Right. When things are down or whatever, somebody's not always going to be able to help you. Help yourself. You know, I've never had anyone in my entire life in America say, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Really? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. My, my my grandparents used to say that, and my grandma used to always tell me, um, get some, get up and go about yourself. Do you have any personally, like somebody that you know uses often that drive you insane? Um, The one that makes me the most irritated is at the end of the day. Yes. And I have a friend that says that, I mean, like every few seconds. Like, I was going to say, Because yeah. at the end of the day, this and this and this. And then I told her that. But then, but at the end of the day, you know, this was going down. And she said this. And then I was like, at the end of the day. And I'm like, but girl, how many <laughs> times are you going to say that? <laughs> it drives me nuts. Do you tell her she overuses it? Yes. Yeah. But she doesn't care. Mm. She just says it anyway. That's it, like in the sportsy world. 
you know, the, at the end of the day, what are your thoughts? What's your, I, I hate the word take. I cannot stand. Oh, what's your take on it? What, what's your take? <laughs> oh my God, I want to choke you out. If you ever say that in front of me, I will choke. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. What's your take? What's your take? Uh, at the end of the day is another one. Yes. And there's a newer saying that people just start saying that irritates me. You probably haven't heard this one, but you know, everybody calls themselves something. So now the saying is, oh, I'm big, whatever, not the little that I, I just every time I hear somebody say it, I want to just choke them. Like, what did you just say? You sound like Chewbacca. What did you just <laughs> say? So the saying is, you know how little baby, whatever, whatever. And now somebody calls themselves big. Right. So like, for example, when I got my top badge. I made I made the mistake of saying this, and then everybody says it now. So I said, "Big top badge, like big." I, I I'm making what I'm doing big. So now people say big whatever, not the little, but they don't say little. They say little because you know that's how they abbreviate little. L I L. What people are we talking about? Just people that I'm around a lot. Okay, because <laughs> I I know you've probably never heard this, but this is kind I, of a I, newer thing. I have no idea what you're talking about. I. I think there's a difference of people, maybe, <laughs> because the people that I'm hanging around with, we don't have your big little problems. Big little problems, <laughs> I know. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to go there, but I think your people that you're discussing this with <laughs> might be a different shade of my people. <laughs> they are. <laughs> so that, that, that might be... But the, I didn't know if you heard your daughter or her friends or something saying it, because... Definitely all the kids. What am I? Is. What am I listening for? Big tops. Big. So just okay. They may be like big Ariel, not the little. Okay, I'll I'll keep an ear out. Yeah. <laughs> and when I hear it, it's gonna annoy you. I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out. <laughs> I'll text you. <laughs> I will hit you up. Yes. Okay. Is that what I'm supposed to do? The use of mansplaining. Uh, what is that? Is that I guess. Uh, mansplain that's what uh, from a guy's point of view that's like guy a excuse? man trying to tell you something as if you don't already know it okay well, what's that and assuming to, you don't know it what's the, what's that to do with a man i mean why, i don't understand so it's, it's just from a guy's point of view well what they're saying in this in context is they're tired i guess of women saying they don't like mansplaining they don't want you to use the verbiage or the word oh okay so but mansplaining the definition is a guy telling a woman something mm-hmm, that he thinks that she doesn't know. Okay, and that women have a problem with that. Right. Gotcha. So the use of it is mm-hmm. should be retired, is what the internet's saying. Right. Just trying to follow along here. <laughs> the uh, oh, I'm guilty of this. The misuse of <laughs> I could care less. Oh, I'm so bad at this. I always say I couldn't care less. Yes. And I stopped saying it altogether. So years and years ago, I used to have this intern. And we had a falling out. Shocker. And then like <laughs> years later, he goes on this podcast and he trashes me oh. and he brings it up. And I never realized that I had a, I said it wrong until I heard that, that him trashing me. And I was like, that's thank you so much. I was like, everything, what was it? Everything happens for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. But now I know that I've been say it wrong. I like wish you had the balls to tell me this five years ago, you putz. Uh, the overuse and misuse of literally, the overuse and misuse of gaslighting, thoughts and prayers. You know what? I've I've become so conscious about that now because everybody says that. My thoughts and prayers are with you, my thoughts are, and they're not because they don't even pray. So do you know how difficult I, I, I run across this? I try not to use thoughts and prayers, and I definitely try not to use 
a like praying emoji if somebody like has a loss. I mean, uh-huh. I think that's kind of cheesy, you know. I, I I replaced my praying hands with flowers. Okay, that's good. That's what I did. But I really honestly think any emoji when it comes to like real life death is kind of kind of bush league. Anyway, with that being said, mm-hmm. do you know how difficult it is to write something to somebody on social media about the death of someone without using the words thoughts and prayers and and not starting out by talking in first person. How do you not talk in first person? You shouldn't. You do it all the time. Yeah. What other person do I talk in if I'm talking about myself to you? You're not, but it's not about you. That's the problem. Oh my God. (laughs) I got to tell you the first time I met, I was so over the moon. I just loved everything they had to say. I couldn't believe when they came over, I just was like the best day ever. And I just went and bought a car. <laughs> I love money and I love lamp. You know, everything is about you and how you felt with the person. Nobody eulogizes the person that died. Well, some people do. Okay, say this. My condolences. Right. Uh, well, could just how about you say, who died? What's their name? Uh, Nikita. Okay, Nikita Koloff, mm-hmm. all right, Russian friend, dies. Nikita was such a great person. Yes. So sweet, so loving, and really funny, in which a lot of people didn't realize. My condolences to the Nikita family. Nikita will be missed greatly. That's what I do. No, you go, oh, my God, Nikita wouldn't have gotten <laughs> into the club last weekend if it weren't for me. <laughs> Nikita was on my stream and gave me five stars. <laughs> You go back and look at your stuff because I pointed this out before with you. That's exactly what you do. No, I say how great the person is. Absolutely. I think they're so great because I'm great. No, I say that people were sweet. They were funny. The things I like about them. I do all that. You want to talk about your uh, issue this weekend? Yes, I do. Try to figure it out. Because it's a Scooby-Doo mystery. It is kind of. It needs to be solved. I have a theory. I do too. Uh, I don't. I think I know what your theory is, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that theory is accurate <laughs> just by the CSI and I've done with my own two eyes, but something happened to Nikki D's car, and we're trying to figure out, one, what happened, and two, why it happened, mm-hmm. and three, and most importantly, three, how did it happen? Did it happen? All right. We'll tell you about that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. What the hell are you eating? Pop tips. Tastes like dirty towel. They they <laughs> smell like dirty towel. No, they taste good. They're sea salt. You you told me to pick these healthier options. I picked the healthier options, and you still complain. Healthy stuff does not smell good. Where have you been? I mean, it's uh, it's not true. Sun that chips, is true. Yeah, we well, should probably stay away from chips altogether. Me too. But well, yeah, but I mean, if I need something, which I feel like I'm starving right now, so I try to pick the healthier options. I went to, I'm still trying to figure out between Sam's Club and Costco. So I've got memberships to both of them. Mm-hmm. I did a Costco run, uh, but they only take Visa, which drives me insane because I want to use a different credit card. I don't like being told what credit card I got to use. That kind of pisses me off. Yeah, no, I like to use what I want to use. So uh, I, I, I go to Sam's Club, which we'd always gone to prior. We we're going to make the switch. You can, I can use whatever card I want over there. Right. And they had, uh, or they have, we bought some of these little chicken snacks. Like a little plastic bowl, like a little chicken snack. You put it in your backpack, and, and just when you want a snack, you have a little chicken. 
grilled chicken or the little fried chickens? Well, no, of course not fried chicken. Grilled chicken. Oh, okay. A little grilled chicken. I'll bring you one. You okay, might like thank it. You. I like it. You had a rough weekend, huh? I had a very rough weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first part of it was just rough because of me just driving around looking for stuff for my house. Took yeah. all day long looking for pillows. Had first that you had a good experience though with my wife eating. Yes, we went to brunch. We had a wonderful experience. We had no issues with our waiter, waitress. We got served promptly. Our yeah. things came out right. We yeah. had no issues. Well, so I firstly want to say going out to eat with me, it's not bad. Well, I think she offsets you. What do you mean? Like you're the bad juju and then you bring her in and she takes away your bad juju and then you know oh, what I'm saying? so then when I go out with y'all, we're all bad juju is what you're saying? No, your juju is so powerful. It over, <laughs> overtakes the rest of the, the table's juju. Like my wife's got such good positive juju oh, okay. that it absorbs, it eats your bad juju. <laughs> but when you go out with me or me and Nelson, it's like our juju's up there. It's good juju, but it doesn't stand a chance against your juju. Your, juice, your juju is juicing. <laughs> Bailey's explaining yin and yang. Yeah, you've got your 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 juice your juju's on roids. Oh, whatever. Ah. Uh so Nikki sends me this picture of her tire. Actually, it was me, me and Nelson. We're on this, mm-hmm. all three of us on this text message. And she thinks you think you got slashed. Yeah, I think somebody tried to puncture my tire. Yeah. And I'm telling you that's not what happened. So I'm having did you post the picture? It's going up right now. Okay. So if you follow us on social media, listen to the BS. She's going to post a picture, and we're going to take your two cents. But I'm telling you right now, if you look at the tire, it's on the outskirts of the tire. It does Look, I've seen a tire that's been slashed. Usually when you slash a tire with a knife, by the way, it better be a good knife, really good, sharp knife. You just slide it in, and you slide it out, right? You don't, Unless it's somebody who don't really know what they were doing. You look. It looks like a divot. If anything, somebody took a screwdriver and was trying to like piece off your rubber, which is not the case. I think operator error. I think you hit something. I've hit absolutely nothing. I'm a very good driver. I didn't even go anywhere or park anywhere while I'm close to things. Mm -hmm. I don't hit curbs. The only place I went was the car wash, but then I realized it couldn't be the car wash because it's my back passenger tire. Oh, when you go in, you got to turn your wheel. Yeah, it's on the on the driver's side that I go in there, so I have no idea where it came from. Mickey, any uh, have you seen the picture? I haven't. Where on the tire is the puncture, though? I'm going to show it to you right now. Okay, you. She thinks it's she thinks it's like somebody. Again, this is Nikki. She. (laughs) I'm learning so much about you two. Somebody pulls out their switchblade and is like, "Where's Nikki's car?" Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, no, nobody. Well, I don't. Or maybe I was somewhere and I had an encounter with somebody and they might have, I don't know, not liked my encounter and been like, oh, I'm going to go slash her tire. You never know. <laughs> it would have been funny if they like carved in Mel's bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the, the poor girl at Mel's that she didn't like. She finally caught up with you. Okay, I have a question. Were you parked somewhere and then you saw it? No, I did not see it until yesterday evening because I pulled my car up. I didn't park into my garage. I pulled it up in front of my house to unload some stuff I had in there. And when I was walking back outside, I, I looked finally at my tire and I saw it. Because I think either, like Bailey said, you may have yep. hit or somebody might have hit and just didn't leave you a note. Not, this doesn't look like a knife thing. Thank you. Thank you. I know you want it to be a knife thing. It's too thick. She, There's too much of a chunk taken out. You know, actually what she wants, she wants it to be a sniper thing. Oh. <laughs> she wants to tell a story 
about the the Sacramento <laughs> sniper that's hiding with his kid in a in a station wagon shooting people. That's trying to get me. It's no, it's not. Mickey's smart. She agrees with me. Well, or someone's really poor attempt at trying to take your rim. No. Okay, listen. Earlier in the day, right on huh? Saturday, Uh-oh. I had something occur. Well, matter of fact, when I woke up Saturday morning, a witch had contacted me on Facebook. Oh. Right, <laughs> like soon as I woke up, <laughs> I didn't even read it. I just deleted it. You said witch, right? A witch, not a bitch. Witch. A witch. A witch. Right. I deleted it and I kind of went about my day. Can we back up for, before you go? Okay. How, like, was that under her Facebook profile? Yes. <laughs> Like, when you go under the profile, she's, like, some type of healer or something like that. Matter of fact, you're laughing. I'll show you the, the second witch because I screenshotted the second one. Oh, I, please show me. I deleted the first one. Why do you have so many witches contacting you? I'm going to tell you my theory on why I think that's <laughs> happening, too. Because, see, you laughing because you think it's a game, but it ain't a game. I'm laughing at Bailey. It's I ain't laughing real. at you because I All believe right? in what so you, you believe So you read in. the second witch while I finish the story, right? right? So, boom, the first witch contacts me. I delete it. I, I go on about my business. Well, now it's kind of around 5, 6 in the evening. I'm grocery shopping. I come out, and the second witch, which is what Bailey's reading right now, she contacts me. So I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, I blew off the first witch, but now here's a second witch contacting me. And I'm like, this is not feeling good. Instantly, my stomach starts kind of hurting. I'm feeling like I'm about to throw up. I'm like, all right, something going on. So I have to call my spiritual mother, my spiritual sis. I'm talking to them, telling them what's going on. And they, too, picked up in the spirit realm that somebody's trying to put some kind of witchy-poo curse on me. Okay, so how do we know this is a witch? It's just... Okay, so did you read what she said? Now, if you look her name up, if you go on your Facebook page and type her name in, Uh her whole profile will come up. She tells you that she's into healing and this and that, and she's some kind of witch. And Hold on, hold on, stand by. Was it Queen Lucy? Yep, Queen Lucy, that's her name. On Facebook? That's her name on Facebook, yeah. She's about to get a lot of people checking her out here. <laughs> right? Okay. Absolutely. There's a lot of them out there. But look for her specific because you can see her picture right there with the screenshot. They I all look like porn stars. Where does she live? Oh, not her. I don't know where she lives. Like, uh, I blocked her immediately. Oh. Okay. There's a lot of Queen Lucy's yeah, out there. Yeah, there are too. Okay, so she was commenting on a post that you made five years ago. Exactly. Like, how did you even? That means so, you've been scrolling through my stuff, looking. No, she's a, it's a bot. No. Yeah. It's a bot. So, can you please? Well, okay, I don't mean to, to damper the whole witch thing because I believe in those, but we are actually having issues like that with the 98 Rock page and some See. other pages where they're tagging on old four-year and older posts. Look at that. To get to hook people in, so I haven't I, had. So, I, I'm just. I don't mean to burst it, but I think that's what it is. I haven't. I, I've had so many sex spots since I've started here. It's you not mentioned even funny. that, like all, all the time. I get all these sex spots on my social media. I understand that, but the first witch commented on a post I made like yesterday or the day before. Do you want it to be a witch? I'm just telling you what I. No, answer I know. my question. Do you want it to be a witch? I don't want it to be a witch. I never want witches coming after me, but they do. Okay. And I know you don't understand it, and you don't know. Well, but why, why don't it we? Happen. Why don't we? Why don't you reach out to them? No, I blocked them. Well, why don't you unblock them? Ask them to come on the show, and we'll find out if they're really a witch. I I'll bet you I'll bet you five dollars that they're not. I I will unblock Queen Lucy and reach out to her and see okay. what she has to say because I no. blocked her. So you think that because of the witches reached out to you over the weekend, that's why you got a hole in your tire? Yeah. think something was going on. They you think like a witch ran like... in with a sharpened broom? <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I feel like some type of sabotage was trying to go so you got down. some bad juju coming against you. 
Well, no, we prayed it. We prayed against it, so it's not going to work. But oh, did you do one of those angry out loud prayers? Yeah, me and my spiritual mother and my spiritual sister, we prayed. So we're I'm good. on the phone. Yeah. So you guys all were on the phone yelling at each other. We were not yelling. Oh, we I've praying. heard you pray. Okay, they're we sending the energy. It works. Oh no, when she prays, it's like an '80s wrestling <laughs> promo. Oh my God, you like I could sell tickets to it. God, why are you doing this? Amen, Lord. Spiritual mama, speak on it. Amen to the hallelujah. <laughs> this witch is all up in that business. I need the Lord to come and talk to me now. <laughs> and it's because of your face. The Lord is angry. I will take the witches down, down to Chinatown. Holy water squirt spray on you. Holy water squirt spray? <laughs> I mean, it's... Like Nelson and I were scared to come out of our rooms <laughs> when she was angry praying. It's regular praying. It's not angry praying. I mean, like the lights <laughs> flickered, the fans start going in reverse. It was weird. <laughs> the walls were shaking and got bubbly. I, I take it Bailey's never been to black church. No. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I've seen it on television. This no, wasn't but black being church. there and seeing TV, two different things. No, no, no. Two this, different oh things. This was like when somebody wants to fight you in a crowded loud bar <laughs> where they're talking, but it's really loud. <laughs> it's called power. Don't you bring the devil to my house <laughs> because the Lord has got a cross. Crisscross applesauce. <laughs> Like, hey, Nelson, is it safe? No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> There's smoke coming from her room. Right. Yeah, because you said my heater was too hot. For, uh, uh <laughs> yeah, was, uh, <laughs> that's the devil coming through your heater. <laughs> Fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what city had a huge bridge collapse and why cows attacked a jogger. All right, we'll get you all that here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Here we go, fourth and final round of headlines, Nikki D. Philly residents had a jammed up commute this morning, 8-7. Now it's close in both directions indefinitely for miles. Everyone's just going to have to adjust. We're probably going to have to wake up a little earlier, show up on time. Philadelphia had a collapse of their bridge there on I-95. And if you look at the pictures, it looks terrifying. What they're saying happened is that a tractor-trailer truck caught on fire and was underneath the bridge. And because it wasn't moving and the fire was going up, it oh. caused the bridge to collapse. Now, they did say a vehicle was stuck up underneath the bridge. Uh, they believe that that vehicle is the truck that actually caused the fire. There's been no fatalities and no one passed away or anything like that. But it collapsed but, with cars. But it absolutely collapsed. So the yes. cars, so I'm guessing two bridges, like one on top of each other, double-decker? No, 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 no. On the pictures, it's like a, a underpass. Like you can go underneath and then oh. it's just the bridge over the top. And the truck was on the oh, ground so it's level. not that far from the road. No, no, it's not super far from the road. Oh. But, I mean, if you were up there driving over it, which some cars were, luckily none of them fell off. So it That's did, the good part. So when it collapsed, there were no cars when the collapse. part. 
cars on top. There was only the, the car underneath that got trapped under the bottom. Uh, ugh, big One of my biggest fears. Is falling off a bridge? Uh, well, like, so in my head, mm-hmm. I have a problem. I forget, it's, it's called something. I forget what it is. But when you, um, it's actually, uh, it's, it's a thing. Like when you obsess over how you're going to die or something happening to you that might not happen? You, or like a phobia? No, no, no. So the, there's a comedian. His name is Paul Verzi. I don't know if you ever heard of him before. He's very, very funny. He's a fairly big comedian. But he and I, uh, he's cured from it. I still have it. We, but I didn't know I had it until he talked about having it. And what it is is you, in your head, you don't talk about it out loud because if you did, people would think you're crazy. But in your head, you picture things like if you're holding a baby and you're walking up the stairs, what it would be like if you threw the baby down the stairs. Oh, like, my. In your oh, head. You... I know. Madison has that, too. My my nail friend, Madison. Okay, in your because head. We talked about that. your head, you think these things, but you don't tell, you don't say them out loud. There is a name. What is the name? And, and, and so the bridge thing, whenever I go over a bridge, uh, my mind always resorts back to the mid-2000s, that horrible bridge collapse in Minnesota. And then I think like I'm driving on the bridge and I start to see it crack around me and I'm trying to also in um, final destination, the bridge scene, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to beat the crack and my back tire gets caught on it and I'm spinning and I'm spinning. And as I'm spinning, my vehicle is starting to tilt back, tilt back. And then I drop straight down. These sound like nightmares. Every time I cross a bridge, I have that thought go through my head. Ugh. It's terrifying. I can't find it. It's only saying catastrophizing but that's not the word yeah it's something else is called paul would know because he, he, like like when he when we started talking about that and then like i brought it up again he's like dude you really probably should talk to somebody about this <laughs> <laughs> i started to freak him out but at least nobody died right yeah nobody died that's there good was, everybody was good they're just right. gonna have a longer commute to work all right second story when signs say beware do just that h8 Hi, I am on a trail right next to McCaslin. I just saw a runner get attacked by a herd of cows, and they're not moving, and the cows are shredding them. So that was a woman named Vivian who was riding on her bike when she witnessed another woman who was jogging get trampled by a stampede of cows. Now, what they're saying is that the cows were out grazing, but it's calving season. So they have signs up everywhere saying, Beware of the cows because cows aren't normally aggressive, but any animal when their baby is in in presence or around them, they're going to be more aggressive than normal. So there were baby calves out there. And when you come at a cow fast, they perceive it as a threat and she was running. So they, they trampled her. Luckily though, she didn't die. That's pretty bad. If that woman hadn't called 911 though, she probably would have. If she died, I bet you she'd be the first cow death. Cause I've never heard of one. I've never heard of one either. I've never heard of somebody dying from a cow. I've heard of somebody getting gored by a bull, but you've never heard of somebody by a cow. No. By a cow, or maybe have you ever been cow tipping before? No, that's rude and cruel. I would never do that. I don't know if rude's the word. Cruel, yes. So as kids, we used to go cow tipping, and uh, maybe somebody died with a cow being, you know, falling over on them or something. Well, the average is twenty-two deaths a year from cows. Trampling of a cow. Yep. Really. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I, the movie City Slickers just like jumped in my head when so you said trampled. 22 deaths a 22 year from deaths cows? Per year. Yep, from cows. Wow. So when they say beware, then beware. That oh. is a moving statistic. Oh. There you go. There you go. <laughs> what? 
A moving statistic. Oh, I get it. The cow moves. Yeah, cow. Oh, I see what you did there. No, what you did there. That's a dad joke, what you just did. did You're funny over there, Nikki D. You're in your little goofy puns. No, it wouldn't have been so bad for her if she wasn't moving so fast. Did you just tell the same joke again? No, I told it different. Yeah, but the same punchline? Well, I said move. I remixed it. I didn't. I didn't tell the same joke. You re right? You re something it. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that. All right. Last minute calls, comments, concerns. Nine one six nine zero nine nine eight five. Also, uh, this just happened here in the last hour, or so we're going to say goodbye to a game show staple. Tell you who that is and what's going on there as well. It's the BS on ninety eight Rock. As always, we appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There is Nikki D. Nelson will be back tomorrow. Mickey, uh, thank you so much for filling in, hanging out, doing all the good stuff. Wow. Great job, Mickey. What's, thank what you. What is that face? I'm like talking to you and you're looking at me like I've got horns on my head. No, no. Definitely no. not horns. She's no. being too hard on herself. She's done a good job. What, what, what do you mean? What's, what's going on? Did I miss something? Yeah, you know, sometimes people get a little frazzled. That's a, a not an easy spot to see. I'm just in a and perfectionist, and I don't like to mess up other people's stuff, and I feel like I messed it up. But I appreciate the, the oh, support. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt you messed up. Yeah, see? <laughs> but it's okay. It's like, I so messed up. <laughs> what? She did. I'm over here trying to do smooth, make everything See, there smooth. she goes. She messed up see again. <laughs> see, just proving how much I mess up. It's contagious. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's fine, though. It's okay. I remember the first time Nikki ran a board for me. She was terrified. Yeah, but you don't know I was terrified. I did an excellent job. I was you the actually best did person it. ever who had to step into that spot outside of the person who normally does it. You're right. You actually, you did. I was afraid of you <laughs> because I knew, and this is when she was my intern, and I knew that she was terrified, and I knew that she was afraid of what I was going to say, but what she didn't know was I wasn't going to say a damn thing. Oh, yes, you would have. Because I don't know if any of y'all have been around Nikki D when oh she gets all gosh. spicy. Is it fear the D? No, you have grown men in that spot, shaking and sweating and crying. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't act it. But y'all, like, blame it. Like, it's my fault. Like, it's my fault people don't know how to do their jobs. Like, that's my, not you, Mickey, but I'm saying it's, oh. it's my fault. It's not your fault they don't know how to do the job. It's your fault that once they don't know how to do the job, you scare them into oblivion. They just can't even recover. They're Give so me an scared. example of how I would scare somebody. Okay, so uh, what was his name? Shaky Hands. Brent. All right, he's doing it, and he wasn't doing a bad job. He was doing really good. I think he fired off one thing wrong or maybe missed the bed coming in like Mickey. You start ragging him. The, I'm standing there watching him literally. He already shakes. Now he's like trembling, shaking. Like you can see his whole body convulsing, sweats dripping onto the board. I'm like, he's going to electrocute himself. He's so <laughs> oh, <scared>. man. <laughs> it was crazy. He's going to electrocute. That isn't an embellished story. Oh, no, right that's there. exactly what that happened. That is not what happened. Saw him on two eyes. Not what happened. 
All right. Well, you did good. You did great. Well, thank you. And we really enjoy you being in here with us. Absolutely. I honestly love being with the both of you. I, you guys, are, I, I love learning more and more about your your lives from Georgia and everywhere else. So you thank are you, for that. you are good people. <laughs> so tomorrow, if you could remind Nelson, they're uh, here in the building. They're doing Bring Your Kid to Work Day. Yes, I'm doing now. We're not bringing our kids to work, but they've asked us to do like some stuff, us stuff for the kids. Exactly. I have no kid to bring in either. And now Mickey made me feel a little bit bad. Like, should I have found a kid to bring? Oh, I brought in. I'm bringing in other people's kids. Oh, is that what you do? Oh, yeah. I'm bringing in two. Well, stop by. I mean, I'm sure you can just go up to the mall. No, what I'm going to do, Nelson has <laughs> two of them now. So I'll just hold one of his kids' hand and make it seem like I brought him in with me. Oh, there you go. Stop by daycare. No. Oh, wow. Okay. Just grab it and then take it back. I'll just borrow one of Nelson's kids. <laughs> there you go, bro. So we're, <laughs> we're going to do like something for the kids, which will, which will be pretty cool. Also want to remind you, krxq.net, krxq.net. That is our website for 98 Rock. Uh, if you'd like to sing with Nickelback, this is a very, very cool promotion. I really hope you participate. Uh, we're asking you that you go to the website, krxq.net, and upload a 30-second video or audio file of you singing Rockstar by Nickelback, and then we pick a winner. So I haven't got an update. I know on Friday we got an email that says, hey, look, we could use some more participants. So if that's the case, uh, I think this thing ends in like 10 days or something. You got a get pretty good it. Yeah, I was going to say, you got a pretty good shot of winning. You know, you get tickets to the show and the whole shebang. So uh, it'll be pretty cool. All right, before we get out of here, uh, Pat Sajak, it has just been announced. Oh! Oh no! How'd you know it? I just felt. I haven't even said. Out. I just said his name. Oh, D. I knew it when you teased it before we went to break. Yeah, Pat, I knew it. Pat Sajak retiring from Wheel of Fortune. Ugh. Next season will be his last. Jeez, Louise. So are they going to jeopardy the situation and put a new one in there, or are they just going to let it be gone? I think you can easily. I think you can easily replace him. No, like have someone carry the torch, or yeah, I I don't. So if. If you didn't see this coming, then you're blind because uh, his daughter, this very attractive blonde, mm-hmm. has been doing a lot of stuff with the show. They've been doing, they've kind of taken it into this new kind of digital new age era. She's oh. doing a lot of social media and stuff. Uh, and it's it's actually kind of cool. I wouldn't be surprised if his daughter gets the gig. Oh, that would be super cool. I thought she was going to probably step in and take Vanna's spot. If Vanna retires, she could. But see, the Vanna White thing, I mean, we'll talk more about this tomorrow. But (laughs) I'm surprised nobody has brought up, like, how everybody's very picky and me too and, you know, touchy and stuff, Mm -hmm. how the Vanna White job is kind of sexist like it's still going why yeah you know it's kind of i mean i i don't care either way i'm just looking at it from you know those people's standpoint where they're looking at go oh why does the attractive woman have to turn the letters and the 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 host is a guy you know that kind of thing oh yeah that makes sense people do feel that way unless you just put a regular smeg woman down there who looks like everyday people then it won't be feeling so sexist like some type of modely thing. Or just like no one does it and it just does it on its own because we have technology to do that now? No, no, no. You need But you got to have the person right. to do it because it doesn't feel like Will of Fortune. It's um, part of the allure, right? Yeah. yeah. Like well, I would want to walk down there and right. spin them. We got to go. We got to go. We're running late. Okay, go. okay, okay. Got okay, anything okay. before we get out of here? Uh, my Scooby-Doo mystery is not solved. Okay, there you go. Go to the... Yeah, Mickey. <laughs> I, I, I got nothing. You got nothing. Okay. <laughs> Listen to the BS at Listen to the BS. That is our social media. Please give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a whatever you do on the Instagram. 
the uh, Twitter and the Facebook, please, at Listen to the BS, at The Bailey Show on YouTube. Please. Those are all the things. I'll have the podcast ready to go. Yeah, and the podcast will be up, the Odyssey app, which is free, and also thebaileyshow.com. Look, have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. I'll talk to you tomorrow at 3 and bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show.